0: Hey!
1: <laughs> Hi, guys. Uh, happy holidays! Happy holidays! Happy Hanukkah! Merry Christmas! Happy Kwanzaa! Whatever you celebrate. Whoa! Happy Honda days. No. Oh.
0: No. Happy Toyotathon. Mm, it's kind of a divisive topic. <laughs> we hope you're happy either way, Toyota or Honda. Whatever
1: you choose to celebrate. <laughs>
0: Well, we we hope you guys are having a well, as good a time as you can have. In yeah, this we had to bring it ta- way down. I'm, so, I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. Uh, you don't cut that. <laughs> cut that. Hope you guys you are having. Guys, a- happy
1: COVID Christmas. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> We're all having a great time, not seeing the ones we love yeah. and staying
1: inside. It's wonderful. <laughs> we have a gift for you today. We are re-releasing. One of my personal favorite episodes. Uh-huh.
0: Kind of a regift, if we... It is a regift. Well, okay. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> 2020, hey? Ermagerd. Kerberm. I do
1: love this episode. <laughs> oh. oh, it cracks me up. It's a Norm episode. It is. It's a Norm episode, and Norm and I were in rare form because it was our birthday.
0: <gasps> I'd forgotten it was your birthday. Yes. yes. Oh, so it's such a fun episode. So we could not be
1: tamed. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Kristen was trying to keep us together. Mm, mm. (laughs) Story of my life.
0: So we hope you guys enjoyed this re-release of this episode. We are spending time with our loved ones. Well, a portion of our loved ones. A
1: portion of our loved ones in our COVID pods. 2020 has turned out so (laughs) weird. But we hope you're doing great and um, enjoying some time with whoever you're surrounded by. Maybe that's your weird neighbor upstairs. You know, whatever you mm-hmm. do,
0: you. Mm-hmm. Maybe you've drawn a face on a volleyball. Oh, what? and a handprint. Yeah.
1: Wilson. Wilson. All
0: right. All right. This got real dark. Everybody loves Tom Hanks,
1: right, Kristen? Well, he got COVID this year. He did. Oh, jeez. This is terrible. You know what's not terrible? This episode you're about to listen to. Happy holidays, everybody. Thanks, guys. One semester of law school. One semester of criminal
0: justice. Two experts. I'm Kristen Caruso. I'm Brandi Egan. Let's Let's go go to court. court. On this episode, I'll talk about a middle school math teacher.
1: And I'll be talking about a killer party. Norman? Yes? Yes?
0: What's up? Welcome Hi. to the podcast. Thank you. But first and foremost, happy birthday to both of you today. Thanks. <laughs> Why Thank are you. are clapping Thank. for yourself? No, that's
2: Kristen clapping. No. <laughs> Thank you, Kristen.
0: <laughs> so we invited you on the podcast, Norm. Mm-hmm. Our gift to you is that you didn't have to prepare a case. You just get to be I'm here just commentary. and hang out with us. Yeah. Hang out on our award-winning podcast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if someone hears this and decides to support your little dog and pony show on YouTube, then <laughs> you owe us $50. Well,
2: I will say, as 50% owner of the podcast,
0: oh, okay. I, I could
2: come on this show anytime I want. Oh! oh. Uh,
3: but,
2: yeah, I'm happy to be here. Um, so happy you guys are filthy, stinking rich now, thanks to the Patreon. <laughs> so...
1: I'm just, really glad I'm, getting half of, I'm just in. glad I'm getting half
2: of that. That's
1: all. Uh, no, but we should say real quick, yeah. our Patreon has been... Uh, we announced it a um, very short time ago at the time of recording, and the response has been amazing. So so I have cried three times today. Um, yeah, I text Kristen earlier, and I was like, I'm so proud of us.
0: It's, <laughs> it's so sad. I don't think we had any real expectations when we launched a Patreon. We just knew that some people had asked yeah. and we thought, well, you know, why not? Yeah. And then someone, so we set it up and for the longest time we didn't do anything with it. Yeah. And some kind soul, I don't know how she did it. She found, found us. it. Yeah. I think her name's Candice. I'm, I'm going to have to look back, but so Candice found it, signed up before we had any like benefits set up. And that was kind of that like lit the fire. Yeah, under like, us. oh
1: shit, we better do something with
0: it. <laughs> yeah. We, just thank you guys so
1: much. To that means so much to us.
2: I I've been blown away by the response. I just remember when I launched my Patreon, the reaction I got, and you you two have gotten like a way bigger, bigger reaction. I think. Oh, wow.
0: Oh, is it because we're way cooler than you, oh, or like lovely. what do you think? What do you think, Norm? You I think
1: give you us guys ha- just have
2: very passionate fans.
1: I would agree. Yeah, we definitely yeah. do. It's
2: cool. It's it's cool to see. Thanks. You guys have been doing this for. Over a year, and you finally launched the Patreon. So
0: yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. you did. You did a good job of being like, you don't want to launch it too soon. You know, you you kind of coached us. Yeah, time. He, you like
1: Mister Miyagi to us. You were like, <gasps> when the time comes, you'll know. And then you caught a fly, and, you, <laughs> and then he <laughs> ate it, guys.
2: <laughs> it's hungry.
1: Turns out Norm's a
0: frog. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, I I've just I've seen many Patreons launch, and I've been on the internet for eleven years now. Not
1: just looking at porn.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Been
2: starring in it, too. The
1: hey, gaming like, con- historian does <laughs> Dallas.
2: <laughs> uh, congrats to you both.
1: Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, maybe we should shout out the Patreon. I mean, if people skipped that episode. Okay. I don't know why anyone would skip any
0: episode. (laughs) I guess it's because you started on that last episode. Oh, Oh my God. (laughs) Wow. I I don't know if that was was a a,
2: cry or a laugh.
0: (laughs) That was an evil, fake laugh that hurt my soul. I couldn't tell. if, If you're like, they started a Patreon, I must learn more, you're in luck. So we have three tiers on Patreon. We have the district court,
1: the appellate court, and yeah. the
0: Supreme
1: Court. Norm, what the F?
2: We've been over this. What? You've made a, a joke of me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is true. You are the origin of the Supreme <laughs> Court. Yeah. Kiki oh, doesn't
0: Kiki like Kiki it. Kiki got really scared. Kiki just, did not yeah, like She's on it my all. side. Um, Norm do you want to defend yourself or
2: I've already defended myself <laughs> about this sorry for getting excited
0: about learning <laughs> about the law <laughs> <laughs> yeah so if you want to support us at the district court level that's two dollars per month and you get to vote on episode topics and you get to read um, case updates on the appellate court not port-
1: provided by Kristen
0: oh ooh. 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 ooh ooh
1: Kristen has yet to update us on a single case ever oh yeah okay
0: Hold on to your fucking hat, lady. Uh, Brock Turner oh. did that last week. I just found out that Emily Doe is writing a memoir. <gasps> yeah. Ooh. Yeah. So
1: suck on that. Okay. Let's calm down. <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. Chill. <laughs> Whoa.
0: So at the appellate court level, you get to join the Discord, which... Brandy and I are like little old ladies just trying to navigate this That's whole right. big world of technology. You two,
2: you two are. I was expecting your first message to be
0: help. Hey, we're doing all right. okay? And we're having a good time. The people in there are really funny. Yeah, it's, been, been, it's been awesome so far. Um, and then once we reach 100 patrons total... At any tier level, members of the appellate court and the Supreme Court will get to listen to an exclusive Ooh. episode of Ooh. Let's Go to Court. And
1: this is a full length. This isn't a mini episode or anything like that. No.
2: It's a full episode? It's, it's a length. full episode. Whoa. I didn't can know you guys were doing that. Can you handle that. it? Can you handle it? No.
1: I don't think <laughs> I can. You can, can handle I, it. I,
2: woo. <laughs> Are too intimidated to even sign up.
0: <laughs> then, at the Supreme Court! level you will get a let's go to court sticker which is very cool they are
1: awesome casey my sister casey designed them for us they're they do so look really cool. good
2: i'm mm-hmm. impressed mm-hmm.
0: yeah mm-hmm. you'll get to submit questions that we may answer in an upcoming episode yeah you'll also get inducted with a little one-time shout out at the Ooh. end of an episode can i get shouted out on an episode no absolutely <laughs> not
2: <laughs> so you guys are gonna have a little q a section yeah. in the episode. yeah yeah Yep. I might have to submit some questions. Ooh.
1: You'll have to support us first. I, That's right. I do. I like how you made yourself an admin in yeah. our Discord. He literally... Okay,
2: I'll let you two run. No,
3: please don't. No, 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 no. no. God, you're God, no.
1: <laughs> <laughs> You come back.
0: Baby, come back. You can blame it all on me. <laughs>
3: Baby, come back.
1: <laughs> all right. Are we ready to get into the episode? Let's, let's dive right in. That scared me. It was I just mean, peanut yeah. jumping up.
2: Team peanut.
1: Ooh. Ooh.
2: What's up, dog?
0: Okay, so first of all, shout out to Jamie Lynn who reached out to us on Twitter. She, this is a Why weird. You we have so many fingers. I don't know. In? I've got Jamie Lynn Spears. that's <laughs> what <Yes, laughs> I was, yeah. was going to say. I'm sorry, it also looks like I'm kind of spider manning but I'm off-brand spider <laughs> she
2: Shoots it out of his fingernails. So. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. <It's> Spider Day. <laughs> yeah. Dollar <store> spider. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>
2: Yeah, spider guy. <laughs> He's good
0: enough, okay? He's good enough. guy! <laughs> so Jamie Lynn reached out on Twitter, and she had a link to this show that I had never heard of, never watched. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, called Who the Bleep uh-huh. Did I Marry? And she said... Oh, I've heard of that. Okay, so she said...
2: Is that on ID? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah.
0: Man, you do you yeah.
2: know your Yeah, I've, I've seen previews for it.
0: What, have you, like, Googled that before, and then you were like, oh, this is also a TV show? No. <laughs> No so she was like, "Hey, it's super weird like a ton of the cases you guys have covered have also been covered on this TV show." And I was like, "Huh. Maybe that could be a good place to go for episode ideas." Ooh. And so that's how I came across I this case. I will say though, I watched an episode of the show. Mhm. Whole lot of cheesy reenactments. Yeah.
2: yeah. I I can't stand reenactments. I
0: can't either. It was the spring of 2010. Amy Anderton was living it up. She was, I'm sorry. I know, Anderton. Are we sure? Anderton? I'm I'm 100% sure. (laughs) Sounds like an error, but it's true. Will you spell it? No, I will not.
2: Spell her last name.
0: There's no S. I'm sorry, guys.
2: Anderton. (laughs) Yes. Are you sure? Norman. Let me Google it right now. Oh, my
0: God. Who the bleep did I marry?
2: (laughs) All right, Amy Anderton. I see it.
0: Well, don't don't click on anything. I'm going to tell you the story.
2: Oh wow, she's Shut she's up. involved in this huge case. Shut
0: up. Sentenced to what death.
2: Did... <laughs> <laughs> Had ten kids.
0: So she was 28, cute as a button, single, and ready to find love.
1: Missed opportunity. Why not say ready, ready to mingle? mingle oh, <laughs> you
0: both look so annoyed with me. I couldn't figure Man. out why. One night, she went out to an Irish pub in Portland, Oregon, and this guy came up to her. He was a real live Irish guy.
1: Ooh, oh,
2: it's I, how how common is it to find Irish people in an Irish pub? Not. I feel like most Irish you're pubs in Ireland. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel like most Irish pubs in the US. <laughs>
1: they're just
2: like gimmicky marketing. Yeah. things. it's not actually an Irish
1: pub. He's probably faux Irish. Oh yeah okay. Irish, okay. Yeah, unless, unless
2: he's got a blarney stone in his pocket I'm not buying
1: <laughs> is that a blarney stone in your pocket or are you just happy to see yeah. me <laughs> anyway his name was Logan Storm that's a fake that's name that's made up As a fake that's, name he
0: sounds
2: like an X-Men character I think he sounds
1: like a soap opera actor <gasps> the
0: name of this episode by the way Weathering the Storm <laughs> oh, I see
3: what
0: they did there Oh, boy. So he had a on a douchey little cap, you know. He was okay looking, mm-hmm. had a very thick Irish accent, and he seemed like a really good guy with a big heart.
2: <laughs> so is he actually Irish?
0: Would you, like, listen to the okay. story?
2: <laughs> am, I, am I jumping too far ahead? <laughs> You'll probably get to that, huh?
1: <laughs> yes, I bet she would. Yeah,
2: he's he's got to be faking it. Faux right, Irish. Continue. Yeah, he's definitely faux Irish.
0: He told her he was a middle school teacher. And she was like, awesome. I do community work at a non It was a nice little conversation, but nothing more. He walked away. She paid her tab. And pretty soon she left. When she got home that night, she looked into her purse and found a matchbook.
1: She With opened Logan it up. Stone's phone number on it. Yep. Smooth move.
0: She opened it up and he'd written, The shy Irish fellow from the bar fancies you. And he wrote his number underneath it. Ooh. Ooh. Are you a little seduced?
2: Man, I'd call him.
0: Okay. Well, that's how she felt. She was like, hmm. <laughs> yeah. Mm. So she immediately texted Ooh, him. Ooh,
2: notices your Blarney Stone. Yeah. <laughs>
0: and he texted her and the next night they went out on a dinner date they had a great time where did they go I don't know but part of me Man. feels like Megan's
2: <laughs> research is kind of lacking in this
0: Ooh. Ooh. Don't, Ooh. Know they... don't even know
2: where they went to dinner
0: wow, wow. you know what they went to Cheddar's okay <laughs> thank you you're welcome <laughs> he dipped his onion ring in ranch dressing we know what that Ooh, means
2: not a good sign no,
0: no. nope you can tell a lot of person by where they dip their onion rings. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> that, sounds,
1: that sounds filthy to nice. It does. <laughs> we, we
0: just all think you should dip it in the Chipotle That's right. ranch, not yeah. the...
1: Ranch.
2: It's not Chipotle it's, uh, Ranch.
1: It's called Excuse Cajun me. sauce. It's oh, Cajun God. sauce.
2: Wow. It's a horseradish based sauce. Not <laughs> she ranch.
1: rolled her eyes so hard they almost fell out of her head.
0: Don't give me the Chipotle Ranch.
2: Don't even know what you're talking about.
1: Wow. May I continue? Go ahead. I mean
0: I know I don't know anything. We're about really a this lot case. to deal
1: with on Go our ahead. birthdays. I, you know,
0: yeah, yeah. You two are already a lot to deal with because you're so alike. <laughs> then it's your birthdays and you're like, I got presents today. Ooh, oh, is that another text message from one of my friends? Oh, it's the dentist wishing me a happy birthday.
1: <laughs> hey, Slugger wished me a happy birthday.
0: <laughs> and he meant it. He what did. if
2: what if we found out that like Brandy and I were siblings, like but one of us was like put up for adoption. <gasps>
1: It.
0: <laughs> Who's
1: on the counter? Oh, that's.
0: I'll let's see. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he, 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 The fuck are you? No, no, she's <laughs> She's off. under it? the oven. Yeah, that's fine. Anyway, so if you two were siblings, yes, that would not shock me. Honestly,
2: one of us was put up for adoption.
0: Yeah, yeah, that wouldn't shock me. You two are a lot alike. Mm. Okay. Same birthday, though. Yeah, that would be weird. So you'd be twins? No. We're not oh, born you're the di- same oh, year. You're, that's yeah. right. You're older. Brandy, I, that's so weird. I almost <laughs> forgot.
1: Here <it> comes.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> 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 How old you are. Mm. <laughs> okay, so Amy Anderton and Logan, Logan Storm, Storm hmm, went to. Out to dinner.
2: Presumably to Cheddar's.
0: To a place. And they had a nice time. They talked about themselves. He told Amy that he had a son who lived with him part-time. Date was great. So great that they got together the next weekend. Amy brought him to a barbecue with her friends, and they all loved him. They thought he was fantastic. Mhm. They started hanging out more and more, and one time when Amy Amy and Logan were hanging out with a bunch of her friends, she overheard Logan talking about a former student of his. Apparently, the young woman had gone off and become an exotic dancer. Hmm. Tell me more. Okay, what's the the term? Because the show used the term stripper, and all the newspaper articles I read said stripper, but I've always heard exotic dancer was like... It's the same thing. Well, I know right. it's the same thing. I think stripper's
1: like a derogatory
0: Really? It has, yeah. yeah it has a negative connotation. Oh. But anyway, so he said that. He mentioned he was concerned about her and that he was mentoring her. Mm.
2: Mentoring the exotic dancer?
0: Yeah. 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 What do you make of what that? What a
2: great guy.
1: <laughs> Is he teaching her new moves? <laughs> I'll show you how to slide up and
2: down this pole.
1: No, say it in an Irish accent.
2: <laughs> I, can't <laughs> I can't do that. I I can't do that. I didn't insult Irish people. I tried to
3: do that.
0: (laughs) Amy didn't think much of it. Logan was just being himself. A nice, Mm -hmm. helpful guy. Mm -hmm. As more time passed, Logan and Amy continued to get to know one another. Amy learned that Logan had had kind of a rough childhood. His dad had some psychiatric problems. He'd been in a facility. So he was raised by his grandparents in Ireland. At one point, she says he alluded to being in the IRA and that his involvement in the IRA was what got him deported and sent back to America. What's the IRA? Irish
1: bad guys.
2: <laughs> it's like the Irish Republic Army, I think.
1: Yeah, yeah or a retirement fund. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> bad news being in this IRA.
1: These interest rates are insane. <laughs>
0: I got so involved in those retirement accounts, I got deported.
2: Irish Republican Army.
0: Republican? Yes. Oh, Mm. interesting.
2: Not, I don't think, like, our type of Republican. Well,
0: yeah, no, I, I, yeah, guys.
2: (laughs) Okay. I mean, you didn't know what it stood for, so.
0: I knew the general idea. Mm -hmm. Irish bad guys, car bombs, you know.
2: Depends who you ask.
0: Yeah, if you ask another IRA member. Well, yeah, and if you ask a Nazi, then they're all
1: nice too. I mean, like, can...
0: I should probably cut this. This could be really bad. Anyway,
1: <laughs> no, Kristen, remember what we've—if we've taught people nothing on this podcast, they can say one thing. What we've told them that Nazis are bad. <laughs> Nazis are bad.
0: Alzheimer's is bad. Alzheimer's is bad. Genocide bad. Yeah. People need to know. May I play things. devil's advocate? And- about
1: Nazis I'm being just bad? Oh, my <laughs> God. God. That was terrifying. <laughs> Stop <laughs> it. I both, like, our breath caught. Actually,
2: yeah.
0: There are enough YouTubers who are saying dumb shit. God,
2: you're right. Yeah. yeah. You you're so right.
0: Uh-huh. Now he's back in Portland. He has a good relationship with his parents. Amy really liked Logan, but she wanted to take it slow. She especially wanted to take it slow in regard to meeting his 12-year-old son.
2: How old is Logan?
0: So Uh, Amy's 28. And I think he's like 34, 33. Hmm,
2: So I had him when he was like 22. Mm -hmm. Okay. All
0: right. Story checks out so far. Mm -hmm. But Logan didn't really respect that. One morning, they were lounging around at his place, and he left to go pick up his son and he told Amy, Amy, hey, you know, we're going to take our time. We're not going to come, like, straight back to the house, so you can hang out as long as you want. So she did. She, like, made some coffee, did her thing. But and he
1: showed up with the kids. Yes.
0: <gasps> like, immediately. And so she said she, like, ran, like, she saw them coming up the steps, so she ran into the bedroom, closed the door, mm. and he, like, took his son right to the door and was like, mm. "You want to meet Amy? Not cool. Yeah.
2: Yeah, it's, it's bad.
0: So that really pissed Amy off. Yeah. Because she had wanted some boundaries. She didn't want to meet this child right away. So that was kind of their first fight. Mm-hmm. She was like, I wanted to take things slow, and you didn't respect that. But he was like, you know what? I don't want to play games. I want a relationship with you. I want this to move forward. Your problem is that you have your guard up, and you don't trust anybody. You need to trust me.
1: Mm-hmm what red flag
2: yeah it's a huge red flag
0: what
1: the What you don't want to trust you. somebody the problem is you yes
0: it's a red flag but Amy was like you know what that's a good point mm-hmm. um, maybe he's right maybe I do need to let go more mm-hmm. this relationship could be the real deal but I'll never know if I don't open up <laughs>
2: Sorry, that was my mother uh, wanting to FaceTime.
1: She wanted to tell her baby boy happy birthday. Yeah, I, I, I
2: swear my phone was on Do Not Disturb, but it rang anyway.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Mom's.
2: She like over. She can like override the settings <laughs> on my phone.
1: <laughs> Should I tell what my mom has done yes, today? Yes. Yes. Okay, so my mom has text messaged me multiple times today to tell me happy birthday. So the first one came at eight eleven and she said, Happy birthday, sweetie, thirty-three years and twenty-six minutes old. Yeah. And then she texts me again at ten fourteen and said, Happy birthday, thirty-three years, two hours and twenty-eight minutes. And then she texted me again at what time was the last one? Twelve fifty-nine. Happy thirty-three years, five hours and fourteen minutes. This is why you two are such monsters today. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Too much attention.
2: That's just, that's just a good mom. It is she a good mom. She loves you very much. She does.
0: Yes, she's a good mom, and that's why your mom called the cell phone company overrode whatever <laughs> rules were going on and there. He's
1: got to do not disturb on.
0: <laughs> Disable it.
2: That's not how my mom. Sounds, <laughs> I was going to say she's. My, my mom's not an eighty-four year old. Woman. <laughs>
1: So Amy's decided she needs she, to. Open yeah, up more. Logan has convinced her that she needs to open up more. Stop asking as many questions. Let her boundaries down. Forget the weird stuff that he's doing and uh-huh. just focus on the bad That's stuff a red that flag. she was this doing. Could be wrong, yeah.
0: Red flag.
2: Hmm. Big time.
0: <laughs> then, mid-May rolls around. They'd been dating for a couple months at this point, and Norman burped into a microphone. Did it pick it up? Of course it did. What do you? <laughs>
2: You These burped, are really good mics. You
0: burped directly into the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did, that did they me to catch that? <laughs> <laughs> did
2: you <guys> get there.
0: <laughs> Mic check. <laughs> <laughs> so at this point, Logan started to struggle financially. Mm. Uh oh, mm. he's been helping that exotic
2: dancer, hasn't he?
0: He couldn't make ends meet. You so uh, guys. we need to move in together. Brandy, psychic brandy. Okay, here we go. That's, it makes sense. He couldn't afford the place he was living uh-huh. in. It looked like he was going to have to move into like some one bedroom place with his son. So he kind of hinted at hey, it would sure be great if you could boot one of your roommates out of your house and let me move in with my son.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: By early June, Amy was convinced. Logan moved in, and things were okay. She was living in her house with Logan, his son, and her roommate, Mike. But then one night, at like 1130, when Logan and Amy were lying in bed. Naked? I don't think so. What were they doing in bed? In the reenactment, they were fully clothed. Just like shoes and everything. (laughs) (laughs)
3: Little
0: hats on. (laughs) Logan got a phone call. It was from his former student. The dancer. Ooh. He told Amy, oh, my former student, the stripper, she needs my help. She just finished. g G-string emergency.
3: <laughs>
2: it's caught. I got to pull it out. With my teeth.
3: Only te- my teeth. <laughs> oh! really are so much alike.
0: I'll be she- right there. <laughs> she just finished her job at the strip club and she needs a ride home. So I'm going to go do that.
2: What a great guy.
0: Amy was like, the fuck no? No. Yeah. Absolutely not. This is weird. And if you want a relationship with me, this weird thing that you have going on with this former student needs to stop. It's inappropriate. Logan was very angry. Once again, Amy was being untrusting. He was a good guy who was going to the strip club with the best of intentions. He left the house in a huff.
2: That's whenever I go to a strip club It's
1: with the best, it's of always with the best
2: yeah. I wanna yeah. save these people uh-huh. and help them out.
0: And uh. look at their booties.
2: Fun fact, I've I've been to a strip club only once and it was because I worked at a computer repair shop and I had to go in and fix their <laughs> computer.
1: What? Yes. Is that a real story? It is. It is. And you're like, I'm not even looking at the titties.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, it was during the day, so they weren't actually like doing dances or there anything.
0: There were no, titties. <laughs> no <But laughs> titties.
2: The the women were in the back getting ready, so I was back there where all the, like the costumes are and everything. Mm-hmm. And I I guess they had viruses on their computer.
1: Imagine but, that. <laughs> yeah, imagine. That.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's the only time I've been in a strip club.
0: What What is a strip club like during the day? Is it kind of a grim scene? I mean, is it?
2: Yeah, it's like, I mean, it's dark. Uh huh. Which is odd because it's daylight out, but it's always dark in yeah, there. Yeah, And you know, it's got a funky smell. And I mean, mayb- maybe could, it was just this. Could you describe Yeah,
0: could you describe the smell?
2: Um, like old beer. Mm hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Old oh, that's beer. That's a lot better than I thought yeah, it was going to be. Bodily fluids We're going to be involved.
2: No, this was a classy place.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't.
2: <laughs> yeah, it wasn't.
1: No sex in the champagne room. No.
2: But, you know, uh,. Everyone who worked there was super nice. Well, yeah, yeah, they were very yeah, professional.
0: It's their job. <laughs> yeah, I've, they've got That's great their job. <laughs> yeah, it's their job to make men like you feel good about themselves. I, I tipped <laughs> them
2: all like twenty. I tipped them twenty bucks to fix their computer.
0: Thanks for letting me in here, ladies. Thank you. Uh, at this point, Amy's friends. Okay, this this show makes it seem like oh, everyone was just blindsided. I don't buy it.
1: She at least had one friend that was like, this dude's full of shit. The
0: show admits that one friend did say. Was it Mike? Um, No, they said the friend was a woman, but I think Mike also thought this guy was weird. Had to have. Yes. He lived with Yeah, He lived there. Exactly. He definitely
1: knew the guy was weird.
0: So the friend is like, something fishy is going on here and you need to figure out what this guy's deal is. So Amy and Logan talked, and she was like, hey, if we're going to keep dating, you need to establish some boundaries with this former student. And Logan said okay. He met up with the former student, and he did exactly what Amy asked. That made Amy feel better, but not great. She didn't fully trust Logan, so she decided to do some digging. (sighs) On July 23rd, she waited for Logan to leave for work at the middle school, and she went through his stuff. Logan had this jewelry box thing filled with like just a bunch of random crap. But underneath all the random crap was a thumb drive. Oh, what was on it? She took it. What was on it? Plugged it into the computer. What was on it? Opened it up. Hundreds of pictures of child pornography. Yep. yep. Like hundreds and hundreds.
2: Child porn? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and he's a middle school teacher.
0: Yep. Yep. Oh, Ugh. it was super disturbing stuff involving very young children. Um, huh. I'm not going to go too crazy Please into don't. it, but I I will say like there were nude photos, but there were also photos X. of yeah of, oh. of children oh. being raped.
1: Oh no!
0: So here's a weird thing. I mean, weirder than that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And guys, it gets weird. Don't worry, it gets it's worse. all normal. Yeah. <laughs> no, like so I classify that as disturbing. Yeah. This I this next part I think is weird. So all these images were stored as PowerPoint files.
2: They weren't individual images, they were PowerPoint presentations. So they
0: could be viewed as a slideshow. Oh, gross. And so there were mixes of child porn and then non-pornographic images of his students. In these slideshows.
1: Oh. Oh my god. That's super weird and gross. Yep.
0: Oh. So she flipped. Uh, I mean, she just absolutely flipped out. She put the thumb drive back in the jewelry box. What? She didn't didn't go to the police. Hold on. I'd be like, hold on, guys. Oh hell no, Logan. Hold on. To the police. Keep in mind, at this point, she believes he has ties to the IRA. Not some retirement account. <laughs> Ties to the IRA. She finds all like, well, well, this child 59 porn. So go, to the pli- years, so go to the police. Hold on. That night, Logan comes home. He immediately knew something was wrong. But she was like, I'm just stressed. It's nothing. At some point in all this, she told Mike what was going on. And Mike was like, you need, you to, need call to call the, the police.
2: police. Take the thumb drive and go to the police.
0: She didn't know what to do. What? Sorry. <laughs> it's right. What? She didn't know what to do. Do you think the mic's picking this up? Jeez. <laughs> Between Norm burping into the mic and you like drinking your diet, doctor- DDP. Yeah.
2: What if I introduced Gaming Historian with a burp? I was like, what's up, gamers? Uh.
0: <laughs> oh my <God. laughs> oh, I think that would be off brand. Nice change of pace. No. I think just being on this podcast is off brand for you.
2: It is, but I love you too. So.
0: so, equally or like?
2: I, I love you two exactly the same. Exactly the same.
0: <laughs> I can't pick a favorite. <laughs> How disturbing <would> that <laughs> so, be? so messed up. <laughs> so, the next morning, she's like, okay, I got to do something. She told him, oh, oh, so Amy and Logan and his son apparently were planning to go on a little trip together. And she finds this child porn like right before this happens. So she's like, "We're not going on the trip together. Yeah, you and I need a break. I'm going to go back to Utah to visit my family, and while I'm gone, you need to move out." Oh, she doesn't mention the child porn. She just says this relationship yeah. is done. Oh, are no. you? <sighs> it's
2: a bad move. Bad move. You re-
0: I see. I don't think so. It's a bad she, move. Now she doesn't have the child porn to give to the police. Hang on, you guys. You she has the thumb drive. Need to like. Keep your pants on. You ever heard that before? (laughs) Keep your pants on.
2: Excuse me. It is our birthdays today.
0: We will wear whatever we damn well please. (laughs) If we want to be here in our birthday suits, we will be here in our birthday suits.
2: If I want to wear my celebratory G-string, I (laughs) will.
1: And if I have to remove it with my teeth, then (laughs) so be
2: it. It's what you do on your birthday. She's a friend helping out a friend. (laughs) Yeah.
1: You're really mentoring, mentoring him.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: Brandy's my mentor.
0: <laughs> I don't understand why Kristen's so jealous.
2: You gotta hold that duck because I have to use the bathroom.
0: Okay, mm-hmm. we're like 20 minutes into this thing. Worse
1: yeah, than it's me. Nothing no. oh. okay. <laughs> it's nothing to my butt. No! It's nothing to my
0: Are you guys ready for Logan's reaction when Amy told him we need a break? Yeah, he took it really well. I'm
2: sure he was like, "Oh,"
1: and he was like,
2: "Oh man,
0: I
1: I must have done something wrong." (laughs) Blimey, (laughs) crikey,
0: that's That's not Australian. Australian. Oh, (laughs) so here was his reaction. Are you ready? Yeah. He screamed. So he just screamed, clenched fist, like went nuts, freaked her the hell out. Dropped the Irish accent. No. Oh no. Mm. You know what? You know what the problem is with you two? You don't trust. <laughs> you don't trust enough. You just need to lower your guard down a bit and trust this guy.
2: Yeah, I really trust <laughs> with his this
0: PowerPoint guy. slides. You know
2: that that's probably not even his thumb drive.
0: Oh, no! very so, good, Norm. It's
2: probably not even his. Well, for a friend. Yeah.
0: It's a great argument for the defense. I didn't even know it was on it. <laughs> <Yeah. sighs>
2: I bought it from at a garage sale.
0: Yeah. Weird that my students were on there. <laughs> yeah, that's totally a weird, weird. coincidence. <laughs> <laughs> so in record speed, Amy got out of the house, got on a plane headed to Utah and left the thumb drive behind. Right. She did.
2: Bad move.
0: As soon as she was safe with her family, she called 911 and she told them what she'd found.
1: But he doesn't know she's found it. So exactly. Maybe. See,
0: this is why I'm like you guys are way off here because she oh, excuse oh. us. She was oh. with a guy who she knew to be dangerous, so she extracted herself from the situation safely without alerting to him to the idea that she knew he had child porn got herself to Utah and then called the police. And the police were there like lickety-split.
2: Like, they they went to the apartment or they went to her and were like, we need to talk to you?
0: No, they went to the apartment to go get the child porn.
1: Do you have some tuna in there? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Kiki is uh, halfway into Kristen's purse right His now. elbow's
1: deep Yeah, in <laughs> purse.
2: There's something in there. <laughs> Kristen, I told you you can't just have fish in your purse like that. I know you like to snack on it. Carrying but...
1: fish and catnip yeah. around with you.
2: <laughs> She's been doing catnip again.
0: Oh. So police arrived. Logan was there. He was totally calm. They confiscated his laptop, the nasty thumb drive. The whole time Logan was totally chill. So
2: the police got the thumb drive. Well, that's yes. good.
0: Well, she told them where it was. Okay, Kristen, calm down. Yeah. All right. <laughs> You know, I'm just going to scream at both of you, okay?
1: <laughs> oh God. God almighty. <laughs> Get in there now, Kiki.
2: Yeah. You don't have thumbs. You can't open it's
1: all it. all zipped yeah. up. <laughs> uh,
2: <laughs> She's pissed. We got in here before. She's <laughs> just in here. <laughs> Literally just in here.
0: <laughs> Literally. So, police looked through the thumb drive. <laughs> <laughs> fucking kidding me. Hey,
2: hey, this is like when I'm trying to record an episode and Kiki's going crazy.
0: Thank you, Brandy.
2: Kiki, do you love me?
0: So, police looked through the thumb drive. They were like, oh shit, that's definitely child porn. And they got a warrant for Logan's arrest. Yeah.
2: Got him. Case closed. Great case, Kristen. Oh, there's more.
0: There was
1: just one problem. Logan it isn't Logan.
2: It wasn't a thumb drive.
1: What? No, I mean. It's a middle <laughs> finger <laughs> drive. I mean, sorry. I mean it
2: wasn't his thumb it drive. It
1: was a floppy disk.
2: <laughs> it was a five it was a f-
1: laser disk. <laughs> and they are fresh out of laser <laughs> disk readers.
2: I don't have my laser are you player.
0: serious, Kiki? Uh, Kiki, what the hell? You gotta go.
2: You want me to grab the, the spray bottle?
0: Yeah, I do.
2: Ooh, my favorite. <laughs> Texas
0: Justice over
1: here.
2: You to get it, fam. Okay. There was just one problem.
1: It wasn't a thumb drive.
2: I meant to say it wasn't his thumb drive.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, Logan Storm wasn't really Logan Storm. Who was he? What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> good, good. Give it to me. All right. I'm sure right. it's real scary with one teaspoon of water in it.
0: <laughs> Bag up. Water shortage, right? Oh my God, she's going back. No, the problem, both of you are wrong, by the way. Damn it. Logan was missing, he was nowhere to be found. <gasps>
2: Dun, dun. Oh, so they, they put out a warrant for his arrest, and they're like, but where'd he go? Yeah. Okay.
0: So, at this point, Amy is scared shitless. She's back in Portland. Mm-hmm. She goes through the house. It's clear all of her stuff has been rifled through, and her spare key is missing. <gasps> oh, no. She got to change those locks. Yep, and she did. Um. So, she kind of starts freaking out. She's like, this guy has ties to the IRA. He for sure put a bomb in my car. So, she called the cops. Irish
1: car bomb. And Carbomb. Carbomb.
0: It was Carebear.
1: <laughs> Irish Kerber.
3: Kerber. <laughs> Kerber.
2: It's an Ermagher <ur-a-curber. laughs> Kerber. Ermagher and Urra Kerber.
3: So here is a Kerber.
2: Herper.
0: <laughs> so she called the cops. <laughs> and, she was and they like, said, What? I <laughs> <laughs> couldn't understand her. <laughs> She's like, Can you please double check my car? So they did. And, you know, it was fine. <laughs> 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 there was no car.
2: Nurk her.
0: but while they were talking they were like "Uh, hold on you know that he was never in the IRA right
2: (laughs) he's not even Irish
0: he never so he was Irish but he had never lived in Ireland Mm.
1: He's Irish oh. like you're Irish. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So
0: he'd grown up in Portland. Uh-huh. And his Irish accent was fake.
2: Oh! Oh. What? I I I don't like it when people are like say like, yeah, I'm Irish or they would be like if I was like, Yeah, I'm Italian. Yeah. But like I'm I do not consider myself Italian and like my family heritage is probably in Italy somewhere, but like I would never go up to I would never like register. On, on, Irish, the, yeah, yeah. I, on like a form that I'm Italian or anything. But this you guy, know, this guy, it. this
1: guy went the extra mile. When people do fake accents.
2: We're from London.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Hello.
2: <laughs> so this guy wasn't really Irish, was oh he? Oh my God.
0: <laughs> he was from Portland, right, love? <laughs> Have we talked about this uh, on the podcast? No.
1: Christian hates fake accents, specifically a fake English accent. Okay,
0: the... The accent I hate mm-hmm. is the fake British accent. Yes. Because everyone thinks they do a great fake British <laughs> accent. Let's hear yours. No, because it sucks, and Kay. more people need to have my opinion. <laughs> and more people need so to shut it down. You're
2: just a coward.
0: <laughs> <laughs> sure, sure.
2: I do love doing my fake British accent, and I don't claim that it's a good one. I just like how upset you get. <laughs>
1: He does it just to poke the bear. Yeah, look out!
2: Might be finding find the Kerber myself soon. <laughs> <laughs> and call up Randy.
0: Herp Kerber. <laughs> <laughs> She'll know exactly what <laughs> you mean.
3: Curse to Kerber! <laughs>
0: <laughs> and Brandy will say,
3: <laughs> "Herder." <laughs> He's <laughs> on the way. He's <laughs> on the way, dude.
2: <laughs> okay. Okay. So he's not from Ireland, and he had a fake Irish accent. So he kept up this fake Irish accent the whole time.
0: The whole time. In front of the his In front of his kid. The whole time. his, his kid didn't call BS. <laughs> Here's the thing. Here's the thing.
2: We have to go. <laughs> we, <laughs> we have, have to, to leave, leave. right <laughs> now. <laughs>
0: The thing I don't like about this show is they they left out a ton of details. And one of those details is, yeah, when did this fake Irish accent start? Did he turn it on and off? Right. Like did he take it to school with him? Like yeah. what was his deal? You guys also were calling
1: bullshit on his name.
0: He was not born with that name, but, but it, he, is le- it is it his it is his legal name. He changed yeah. his
1: name to Logan Storm? Yeah. Was that when he was trying to launch his porn career? I mean, it sounds very porny, doesn't yeah. it?
2: The next Avenger, Logan Storm.
0: No, oh, I think it sounds super porny. Rod Storm. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so he's a big phony.
0: Yeah, and he's he's gone. Nowhere to be found. And he's missing, so, but he has the spare key. Right, so Amy obviously changed her locks. She got a weapon. Didn't say what weapon, but she said she slept with it by her bed, so, you know...
2: She got a gun. You think? Giant (laughs) vibrator. It'll kill you.
0: (laughs) A big dildo. What if? Imagine that headline: Logan Storm beaten to death with a giant dildo, giant
1: fist (laughs) dildo. She's like, am I doing this right?
0: Norman can't even enjoy it. It's so terrifying. (laughs) A giant
2: fist dildo. You've
0: never seen the giant. No. What does
2: that even look like,
0: Norman? You got to live, man. Should Wait, I try it? What does it, it look what like? You Do you see a <laughs> fist? Like So it is just a fist? Okay. Um, Brandy's going to Google it. This is a thing.
2: Oh, now Kiki's trying to get in your purse. <laughs> 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 oh,
0: you got <laughs> peanut. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Sacrifice it. Oh, Jesus. Okay. It is literally a fist. A <laughs> fist. Man. Okay. You can you get that on Amazon?
1: <laughs> That's the first
0: list.
2: Prime.
1: I must have it now. <laughs> Amazon.com. The fist.
2: <laughs> Yo, if I don't get this in two days, I'm getting a refund. <laughs> I'm horny as hell. <laughs> oh,
3: God.
0: And my own
1: fist just isn't cutting it. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> He has so many
2: weird hats now. <laughs> Brandy, we saw you are interested in massive,
0: massive
2: fist dildo.
0: So at some point, investigators did discover that shortly after the police came and took Logan's thumb drive and electronics, his dad drove him to Canada.
2: Oh boy.
0: Then, from Canada, Logan flew to London. <laughs> And like a 19-year-old taking a gap year, Logan traveled to Ireland, to France, to Amsterdam, just having a lovely time. Backpacking through Europe. And all the while, he sent letters to prosecutors explaining that he was just afraid. Afraid that if he went to prison, he'd be raped and murdered. Who had the
2: 12-year-old? I guess the mom?
0: Yeah, yeah, the mom. Yeah. Hmm. I'm feeling pretty bad for him. Yeah, right? I mean, like, dude, you've got got 600 images of child child porn. porn, And you're like, people don't like my type. So apparently this whole time, Logan had some defense attorneys who were trying to convince him to come back to the U.S. and face the charges. And finally, in February of 2011, Logan gave in. He came back to the United States and was arrested at the airport. Mm. Got
2: him, Got him, boys.
0: So on January 23rd, 2013, Logan's trial began in front of a federal jury. The prosecution's case was pretty straightforward. They called investigators to the stand who talked about finding the porn on Logan's devices. They called Amy to the stand, and she talked about discovering the porn and how horrible that had been. But the defense had a perfectly logical explanation. It
2: wasn't his thumb drive. Not my thumb drive.
0: Hmm. No. I'm afraid. I'm afraid not. Are you ready for this? Uh, I can't wait.
2: Yeah, what's a better defense than that?
0: So why was this mild-mannered middle school teacher in possession of child porn? He'd confiscated it. He'd been framed.
2: Oh! Framed?
0: Amy was so jealous... Of Logan's relationship with the former student turned exotic dancer, <laughs> oh my! <laughs> that perhaps gosh. she was involved somehow. But you know what? Here, here's the. We have the no big,
2: evidence, but this is probably here's what? the big
0: theory. Here's the big theory. Remember Amy's roommate Mike? Yeah. Well, Mike was clearly in love with Amy, and it just killed him that she was dating Logan. So what did he do? He took. Logan's laptop, downloaded hundreds upon hundreds of images of child porn, made a bunch of creepy PowerPoints with a mix of porn and children from Logan's classroom, and then, then he played the waiting game.
3: He waited, <laughs> waited for Amy someone to, find to it. stumble
1: across Bullshit. the porn. Bullshit, this is the worst theory ever. No,
0: and
2: easily disproven. No.
0: And then, you know, once she did stumble across it, he would be the shoulder to cry on.
2: Hmm. Hmm. turns out it was all true
0: you know what guys I know you guys are into this theory you just need a little more info so here's the info that's going to convince you
1: okay I'm ready
0: for it Mike okay. and
2: Amy started dating
0: no um, I imagine what you two are thinking is gee it's so hard to find porn on the internet these days if you were going to do all that you'd have to really have some technological know how no.
2: <laughs> well now this this is child porn.
0: Well, it can't be that hard to find porn oh, you child gotta access
1: porn. the dark web. Yeah, to get on it's the, the dark the regular
2: web regular web. Google dark I web. Yeah. Mo- you- <laughs> I, I would imagine most I, yeah. most yeah. porn sites today are like completely ban that stuff.
0: Okay. Well I guess I've never tried to look for it, can't, so I don't know. Neither of well,
2: yeah, I mean, us. Not, <laughs> no one has it this time. I'm not a
0: child of porn <laughs> expert like you do. <laughs> So Mike was a former member of the Geek Squad, mm. and guess what? The thumb drive—it was the Geek Squad brand. So there you go. No, there you go. It's not
1: a there you go. There was
0: only one Geek Squad thumb drive in yeah, all of existence. All the land.
1: <laughs> Ladies and
2: gentlemen, we got them.
0: Uh, but you, but Assistant U.S. Attorney Jan Shoemaker was like, "That's the dumbest thing ever." Yeah. Why on earth would he go to all that trouble on the off chance that Amy would then go through Logan's jewelry box, discover the thumb drive, and then put it into her computer? And by the way, a lot of these images predate Logan even meeting Amy. So like, that mm-hmm. just none of That's this makes any sense. sense. You can easily just yeah, it's, it. You yeah, can look yeah. at the
2: date of the images.
0: Okay, so in... In fairness to the defense, they did have one argument that was not stupid, um, and it was about the investigators doing sloppy work. For example, they didn't take all of the computers out of the house. Mm -hmm. They didn't document their search by taking photos. They left their own electronic fingerprints on Logan's devices. But the prosecution just pressed forward, and they were like, yeah, there were some mistakes made in handling these devices, but... Nobody put child porn mm-hmm. onto the devices. Yeah. So, I'm sorry. <laughs> I
1: what does
0: your note say? My note right there says he pled not guilty, which like, what? obviously. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> so this trial lasted six days. And ultimately, he was found guilty. Mm-hmm. He was convicted on one count of possessing child porn.
2: One count?
0: Yeah, that's, that's all they had on it. But it's a federal charge.
2: Even with like multiple images, you just get one count?
1: I don't know. That must be the way it works. Hmm. I've never been charged with child porn possession. Are you sure? Impossible. <laughs>
0: so they just had to wait for sentencing. The prosecution argued that Logan shouldn't be released while he awaited sentencing cuz he risk. was. He's a flight risk. Yeah. Yes. Yes.
2: He traveled the world.
0: Yeah. He had fled the country in 2010. Why wouldn't he do it again? Yes. But the defense was like, "Oh, calm down. Old news. We're 100% certain that he learned his lesson. <laughs> Let's look at the facts." When we got him to come back to America, he surrendered his passport like a total sweetie pie. <laughs> and he'd been living with his parents for the last year and a half, waiting for this trial. He could have left then, but he didn't. Judge Answer Haggerty was like, yeah, prosecution. the Answer Haggerty?
2: Answered Haggerty?
0: A-N-C-E-R is the first name.
1: Uh-huh. Haggerty.
2: Answer Haggerty.
1: I just you just say names like everybody's heard that name ever yeah. before. I, I just try to be some somewhat confident.
2: <laughs> my boy, answer haggadry.
0: Hey, can you stop fiddling with that hat, please? It's going to get picked up on the mic. <laughs> I'm touching a hat. Fondling that. If I did this while you were recording a gaming historian episode, you would lose your mind. Welcome to the. Do you SM- want to talk about SM- the hat?
2: Yeah, Brandy got me a beautiful Miami Dolphins snapback hat for my birthday. It is really cool. It is wonderful. Thank you, Brandy.
0: I'm glad you like it. You're welcome. Brandy is an amazing gift giver. Brandy
2: has impeccable taste.
0: Brandy memorizes other people's tastes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I take note of stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I I like giving gifts.
0: Yeah. So, like, probably next holiday, she'll get you that fist dildo you had your own. (laughs) own. And you
1: know
2: what? Every time... I, I get to spend the night at Brandy's house, I get unlimited strawberry ice cream, and I can watch whatever I want on TV.
0: <laughs> that, that is, is so dis- What are you talking about? <laughs> Just, <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, like when you were a kid, spent the night at grandma's. <laughs> <laughs> I can stay up as late as I want, eat strawberry ice cream.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, weirdo.
2: Brandy lets me go to Blockbuster and yes. rent a movie. <laughs>
0: yeah okay
2: <laughs> anyway he's definitely a flight risk yeah but, they, they're, but they're like they're gonna he, let him but they're like he's a big sweetie pie he's gonna he's even gonna though run. he he's a big sweetie pie even though he got a child porn
0: so yeah he, what's
2: a federal count of oh child pornography God.
0: okay i think it was i think
1: he was facing seven years that seems low but okay i know i agree it seems <sighs> low <sighs> 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 um so he runs so yeah uh the judge lets him go, Gosh, which is, like, answer. unbelievable to Come me. On, so, he left the country, huh?
0: so <laughs> he's, like, so the judge is, like, okay, Logan, see you back in April, all right? And Logan was, like, sure, I'm a good guy who has zero history of running from the law. <laughs> Thank you, judge, you're a genius. Now, for the big surprise. Are you ready to be surprised? Yes. He
2: left the country.
0: He sure did. Yeah. <laughs> so, and I'm talking literally, Hours after this happened, hours after the conviction, he was wearing one of those, you know, electronic monitoring yeah. Yeah. things. He went to a park in Troutdale, Oregon, cut off mm-hmm. the monitoring bracelet, stole his father's passport, All right. stole his girlfriend, which who, how he did He a this, girlfriend? How, yeah. Who is dating Except this guy? Is the exotic guy? dancer? I don't know. But can you imagine? This should give hope. Oh,
2: this should give hope to to guys out there.
0: I There's don't know. For
2: everyone. <laughs> There's someone out there for everybody. Oh, my boyfriend this guy sure is, is a nice guy. This he, guy's in court he, for possession of child porn, and he's got a girlfriend.
0: That is unreal oh, to that me. That is insane. That is uh, So he stole his new girlfriend's green Ford F1
2: Picky.
0: picky?
2: A Picky. Hey, I'm moving. Can I borrow your
0: Picky? <laughs> Makes it sound a lot more feminine, doesn't it? <laughs> so, he took off for Mexico. No. <laughs> I hope there's
1: no Kerber. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
0: I'm <like> a Kerber. <laughs> Kerber, very <laughs> <or> picky. <laughs> no, picky, no. <laughs> Pieces of picky fly <laughs> right through there.
2: Blew my picky to bits.
0: So as soon as authorities realized he was missing, U.S. Marshals launched an international manhunt. And I cannot believe... I, can you imagine how annoyed they would be yeah, with this judge? Yeah, they'd be like, fucking judge. Like, wow. You idiot. Okay. Shocking.
1: Yeah. He, he ran. Hmm. So
0: Logan was on the run for six weeks. Wow. When U.S. Marshals finally caught him in Mexico City, they were like, hey, Logan, the Irish jig is up.
3: <laughs> Come with <laughs> us. The Irish jig is I up. I love
0: it. Thank, you, wow. thank did, you, did you write that? Yes, I wrote that. Wow. <laughs> you think that was in like a serious article in the Oregonian?
2: Your river dance has come to an end.
0: Okay, <laughs> no, yeah, no. Try again. Yeah. So he tried Guess to pretend. Guess you need a four
2: leaf clover now, <laughs> Logan. Okay,
0: that was better, <laughs> that yeah. That was pretty good. Yeah.
2: pretty good. I'm working on it.
0: So... He tried to pretend he wasn't Logan Storm. He tried to pretend he was his dad. And they were like, dude, shut <laughs> up, you know. His new sentencing hearing was in September, and it was a doozy. He, so obviously he pled guilty to the failure to appear charge because how can you not plead yeah. guilty to that? But other than that, he was not interested in taking responsibility. Logan told the court that this had all been a grave misunderstanding. I am not a pedophile, he said. Then he talked about all of the great things he's done for his community. He said that his loved ones and really society as a whole would be punished by his conviction. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? <laughs> uh, yeah, because he's so great. So if you lock him up, then all that greatness, you're putting that greatness in a box, Brandy. No, okay. The and only then... way to handle this situation was to let him head on home. No. No jail time. No.
2: everyone stood up in the court and cheered.
1: (laughs) It was like a slow clap. Yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) I mean, what a crazy idiot. That's ridiculous. You get convicted for child porn, you run off to Mexico, and you really think, oh, I'm gonna try to convince, well, I guess if a judge was dumb enough to let him go, go, then maybe you would be like, maybe this judge is dumb enough to let me just go home. Logan's mom also spoke. She said her son is a good Samaritan. Once again, this was all a big misunderstanding, and it was all Amy's fault. How's Amy, Amy's fault? Are you ready? Amy had misunderstood Logan's mentorship with his former student. But it has nothing to do with the child she, porn! She called Amy <laughs> an insecure, snooping kind of woman. What? She said what? that Amy had framed her son because she was so jealous.
1: Okay,
0: get out of here! Bullshit. But U.S. District Court Judge Michael Simon was like, "I don't oh, think so." What happened to Answer Haggerty? So I, I didn't write this down. This
2: guy sucks. Get Everybody him off drink. the case.
0: <laughs> I didn't write this down, but I think that other judge w- was just filling in. He died. Well, I, maybe, I don't know, but I think he was just <laughs> filling in. I am not I'm not 100% okay. sure, certain mm-hmm. on that. So he like filled in, screwed the pooch Ooh. and then, you know, yeah. moved along. Michael Simon came in. What's this guy's name? <laughs> Michael Simon. The,
2: the new Michael judge, District chef. Court judge. <laughs> oh yeah.
0: <laughs> What's the new judge's name?
2: Wolfgang Puck.
0: <laughs> Michael Simon, yeah. And it it's Michael yeah, Simon. Yeah. No! <laughs> Gordon so, Gordon Ramsay. He's like you're getting 7 years for child porn and an additional year for that super fun international manhunt you yeah. put us through.
2: Just a okay. year?
0: Okay, that is exactly and what didn't I said. Have to pay some how money how, or much, how
2: much money did money yeah. it cost so, US Marshals? A failure
0: to appear charge. Apparently, you do
1: get like a year. But
0: uh, this was so much more than just, just a failure to, to appear.
1: Appeal. Yeah. This it's was, not
2: it's not like he was like, "Oh, my bad, I forgot." He was I a forgot. fugitive.
1: He yes. should have been charged with
0: a fugitive of yeah. justice. So, they were like So, and prosecutors had tried to argue for more than just Mm -hmm. a year for obvious reasons. They were like, this is not typical. He cut his ankle bracelet, fled to Mexico. And then when we finally caught him, he had the audacity to try to be like, it's not me. It's my dad. Mm -hmm. You know,
2: I'm my dad.
0: (laughs) After he received his (laughs) sentence, Logan immediately said he planned to appeal. And prosecutors were like, really? Great. That's cute. Bring it on. Because we heard that you touched two girls at a swimming pool in 2007, and they were under the age of 14. What? Oh, so, so they're going to bring will those up again. See you at your next trial. Oh shit! Yeah, here we go. Okay, so let's talk about that.
2: Peanut is snoring. Team Peanut. She's, she's, she's snoring. Is
0: snoring. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so on June 10th, 2007, Logan was at the Mount Scott Community Center pool in Portland. It was really crowded that day, and two girls, ages 8 and 11, claimed (gasps) that he swam up to them while they were swimming and touched them inappropriately. So, police did question him that day, but at the time, Logan Storm was a middle school math teacher with no criminal record. They didn't think they could win the case, so they didn't bother with it. But then... A few years later, when he's caught with all this child porn, they were like, "Okay, mm-hmm. we're feeling a lot more confident in the case. Let's bring this to a jury. This guy was for sure a creep." Yep. But obviously, that took a while because he went on the run twice and he was on he had that trial. So by the time he was finally brought to this trial, 7 years had passed since that incident at the pool. In pre-trial motions, Logan's defense attorneys made the argument that any good defense attorney would make. They asked the judge to bar the prosecution from bringing up the child porn at trial. Holy shit. Mm -hmm. The defense argued that the prosecution should not be allowed to to discuss the prior bad acts. Their case should stand on its own. It's pertinent.
2: (laughs) That's so dumb. And so, I, like, I mean,
1: it's a good legal argument. It's a good. this pertinent? Yeah, it's it's case. what you got
2: to do when you're a defense attorney. But like, it's you absolutely have to relevant be able
1: to show that he is a. If you're touching little kids
2: in a pool and you also happen to have child pornography, there's yeah, a connection. There's there. a connection.
0: This is really common, though. I mean, usually oh, it's super you can't, common. You can't bring up. That's the that's I the Tate Perk
1: thing. Wait, go go into more detail. Uh, Tate Perk is the guy who killed. Um, Cora Okonski. Yes. And um, that's how his conviction, one of his, con- currently, like he is appealing his conviction based yeah. on they allowed in evidence of, I believe it was former abuse, and he says that that shouldn't have been allowed, in and there's a chance that his conviction will be overturned. It's going to, I think his hearing is tomorrow. Oh my gosh.
0: Oh, well. That's our first Patreon post. Yeah. Um, I feel conflicted on this because on the one hand, I'm thinking like, okay, so what if someone, when they were like 22, went and burned a building down Mm -hmm. and they got convicted, they did their time, whatever. Then they get out of prison and then probably any time for the rest of their lives that a building burns down near them, obviously they would be a suspect. I don't have a problem with that. But like... If you can admit all that info into trial, then you could get, you really risk going to prison for something you didn't do. You might not have done, but. I mean, Stephen Avery, right? Yeah. I, I, I wish there was a different standard for cases like this, Uh where it's already so hard to prove. Mm hmm. Sexual assault. Anytime where it's like a he said, she said Mm -hmm. thing, I think it's so
1: hard to prove that you have to be able to look back on someone's past. Yeah. Well, I think, but I think there's a way to say it's connected. Like Stephen Avery was picked up as a suspect because he was a weird dude and he did weird stuff like having sex in his front yard and stuff. Not because he'd actually raped someone or Mm -hmm. whatever. Not the same. Child pornography and molesting a kid at the pool. Same ballpark. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I think there just has to be clearer guidelines on what is related and what's not. Does it make you nervous at all, though, that
0: the prosecution could bring a really weak case against someone and they would probably go to prison? Yes, it does. It does.
1: Um, Dax, my buddy. (laughs) (laughs) said that like the way to he he believes that the way to fix our justice system Mm -hmm. is people have to decide that it is the risk of letting someone go who might be guilty is is better than the risk of imprisoning someone who might be innocent. Yeah. And I think that's totally true.
2: Would be horrible.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And currently our justice system is not structured that way it's better to imprison someone who might be innocent than to let someone who might be guilty. And see, that's what makes me so nervous. Yeah. No, I totally agree.
2: The name Stephen Avery is so familiar to me, and I can't...
1: Making a murderer. That's it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I was like, where have I heard that name before? I'm
1: burning up in here. Well, it's because it was freezing when we got here, and we turned it...
2: Burn to the ground.
1: What are your thoughts on this, Norm?
2: Um... I think they should, I think it's perfectly fine to bring up, especially if they're found guilty of it, to bring up a previous charge that is absolutely related Related. to a new new charge. Oh, he has a history of doing stuff to, you know, (laughs) he has a history of like child porn. So it's reasonable to think, yeah, this was motivation for him to molest children.
1: I think that there might be have to be guidelines around it. Can you can you bring in an expert to say that this is a this is a possible progression. It mm-hmm. starts with child porn and it progresses to molestation and whatever. Maybe you can't just bring those things in all willy-nilly. Yeah. You have to be able to have an expert who can connect them. Okay.
2: I'm trying to think of a re- a, a reason where you wouldn't want to do that. Like it's bad to do that.
1: Well, it it would
0: be bad because Presumably, the prosecution could bring a much weaker case against someone, but because and just they be have like, "Well, history. he did it before." Yeah, yeah. So it's got to well, be in like him again. Case,
1: in case I hate to use this as an example because I think he did it, and I think that he, his conviction should stand. But in the case of Tate Perk, they don't have physical evidence; they don't yeah. have a body, and so the evidence they have is there was a history of domestic violence in the home. And mm-hmm. this is how we believe she died. And friends suspected yeah. it, and everything. But without that, without allowing that previous incident, those previous bad acts, in
2: the case would have nothing. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I get it. But I think in this case, they should definitely be they didn't allowed. Allow
1: it? Did they?
0: To no. To
3: bring
2: it up. Yeah. and
0: they usually don't. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, it, that would be very unusual. Yeah. Yeah. You know? yeah. So. The judge agreed, said, okay, prosecution, you can't talk about the child porn Mm -hmm. trial. This trial lasted five days. The two girls testified. The older one, who by this point was 18 years old, said that he touched her butt twice. The first time, she thought it was an accident, but then he came up and touched her again and ran his hand down her thigh. Mm. So that's when she yelled at him and called him a pervert and jumped out of the pool to tell her mom mm-hmm. what had just happened, which I just Yeah. How great.
1: Yeah. You know? Good for
0: her. The younger girl had a fairly similar experience. She was in the pool, he came up, touched her butt, and she jumped out of the pool and told an adult. Yeah. Both of them said they got a good look at him that day and they ID'd him that day. Mm-hmm. But the defense argued that the girls were mistaken. They 'd gotten the wrong guy,
2: well, and the police came and talked to him that day too, right? yeah, yeah,
1: and just didn't think they had enough to right move forward because you just have because he was a middle he had school, little girls he's a middle school words math against teacher. an adult uh-huh. a yeah. so. oh, well respected adult at that time with
0: no criminal record, yeah the other thing they said was that the eight year old girl had trouble describing where she'd been touched, mm-hmm. which I kind of think well. Maybe that's just because she was eight yeah. and she's under all this pressure. Well, and yeah. also
2: been how many years? It was no, t- at the
0: time when she was yeah. eight, she
1: had trouble. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay.
0: I mean, later she she was fine, gotcha. you know? Okay, so the defense called a psychology professor to the stand who testified that, you know, basically witnesses constantly make mistaken mm-hmm. identifications. It's about a third of the time. Yeah. They also called Logan's son to the stand, who by this point was 15, which I feel so sorry for that kid. Yeah. And I couldn't find much on what his testimony was, but my understanding is that he basically said, you know, he was with his dad the whole Mm -hmm. time. But the prosecution was like, come on. We have testimony from the two girls. They ID'd him the day it happened, and he was a six foot two man. Swimming in the three foot deep shallow end of the pool, and he was wearing goggles. Wow,
2: gosh! And if they had been allowed to admit the child porn charge, that would have been like, oh, it would oh it would be been done, uh, it would have been up. concrete, yeah. yeah.
0: But I also think, like, gosh, two girls both said the same thing. You know, at what point do you believe? Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: Yeah, what's their motivation to lie about that? Right, exactly. Right, for a total stranger, they don't know. Mm Yeah, come on.
0: So the prosecution called a member of the pool staff to the stand. I find this kind of amusing and gross. So they were like, "Yeah, boy, we are trained to look out for child molesters Mm -hmm. at the pool." Yeah, and the the person said one of the things we look for are adults wearing goggles in the shallow end of the pool. That is <laughs> yeah. a big red flag. It's kind of it creepy. Well, yeah. I mean, you don't really think about it, but yeah, absolutely. Why, why on earth would a grown man yeah. be in the shallow end of the pool? With goggles on. Yeah. Yeah. So meanwhile, as this was all happening, the jury was having a really tough time. Some of them worried that Logan had written their names down during jury selection And at one point, one of the jurors approached the judge's clerk and asked if Logan was in protective custody or if he was out just living his life in Portland.
1: Wow. Mm.
0: Yeah. So that freaked out the defense. They were like, okay, the jury is afraid Mm -hmm. of the defendant. So defense attorney Michael Levine asked the judge for a mistrial. He argued Mm -hmm. that the jurors were prejudiced against Logan. Mm Mm-hmm. He said they saw Logan as a guilty person, a nefarious person who might reach out to them after the trial was over, which I find so annoying because it's like, well, maybe he shouldn't have been acting like a fucking creeper then. I mean, they're just using their intuition. They're looking at this guy thinking he creeps me out. Yeah.
1: That's the name of the game. Yeah. And they're, they're
0: four days into this five day trial. Yeah they're not gonna withhold all their judgment until the final day when they go into deliberation. So you can't turn your brain off like that.
2: I always think that's so difficult when they're like, you have to be completely, you know, impartial as a juror. And it's like, you're not like a robot. You don't just sit there and like, turn off intuition.
1: Like you get a vibe off of somebody. And you shouldn't turn off intuition. No, I think that's part of it.
0: Yeah.
1: So the judge was like, no,
0: there's no mistrial here. We need to keep on Mm trucking. So in closing arguments, this pisses me off so bad. The defense attorney, Michael Levine, made an impassioned argument over and over again. He yelled about how seven years had passed since this accusation was first brought against his client. Seven years. Why had it taken so long? Why the huge delay? Why bring this to a jury now? How come
1: he gets to ask that? Because there's a reason why. And he knows why. And they can't say anything. You yeah. Know? He shouldn't be allowed to say that. I think it's so shitty. Yeah.
0: So shitty. Yeah, if
2: they can't argue the child porn, he yeah. can't he can't make that argument.
0: That's messed up. I cannot imagine living with myself. I know this is perfectly legal for yeah. him to do, but
1: that's fucked up.
0: You you won. You got the child porn thing mm-hmm. so that it can't be brought up. Now you're acting like there's something fishy about the fact that it's taken seven years when you know the reason it took seven years was because your client went on the run twice yeah. and he had a whole nother trial.
1: Yeah. That's so messed up. Yep. And the
0: prosecution's hands were tied. They yeah, they can't say do anything. anything. They just had to not acknowledge the fact that it had been seven years.
1: Yeah, which doesn't look great to the jury. It looks fucking weird. Yeah. So what happens?
0: What do you think happened?
1: I think they found him not guilty. Not when, guilty.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, they deliberated for three hours, and by a vote of ten to two, they found him not guilty.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Which I
1: think—I have a theory. Mm-hmm.
0: I think part of it was the seven years thing. For mm-hmm. me, that would be weird. Yeah. Why?
1: Why? Why are, are we years? waiting seven years? Yeah.
0: But I also wonder about the big argument over a mistrial and I don't know mm-hmm. if that happened in front of the jury
1: it can't happen in front of a jury oh well then never
0: mind there goes my theory yeah never mind but yeah if he'd been convicted he would have faced another 6 to 12 years mm. and that's the story of Logan, Logan Storm. Storm
2: so Logan Storm I wouldn't call him he, Logan Stone is he in prison still right now or is he out <laughs>
0: You know what, what year? What year I, was he
2: convicted? I
0: think it was 2013. I bet he got out. He's for probably him, out I'm by sure, now. He's out by now on
2: parole. I'm I'm, I'm, sure. g- I'm guessing he has to register as a sex offender.
0: Yeah. So he also um, for 10 years after his conviction, conviction he has really strict monitoring. Like they, you know, yeah. they keep close tabs on him. Hopefully, but I mean,
2: was he interviewed in that? No. No. Oh
0: that's the other thing I didn't really like about that show they, they like glossed over a lot of the really interesting stuff
2: yeah severe thunderstorm warning in our yeah, area it
1: just like popped mm-hmm. up out of ladies nowhere ladies and
2: gentlemen if the recording goes out let's go over our famous last words Kristen
1: oh god <laughs> oh my God! it's just a thunderstorm I can't find if he's been released or not hmm He has to have a 10, after being released, he'll have 10 years of supervised release. I am not a pedophile. That's what he says. I don't believe him. Yeah. Oh, oh,
3: oh, O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts.
1: thinking about what I should do for like a birthday case. Yes. Clown? Uh, thought about clowns. Thought about things that happened on June twelfth. Ooh, that would have been fun. Yeah. What, what has happened on
2: June twelfth besides our birthdays? Besides of the day we the day we were born.
1: Nicole Brown Simpson was <gasps> murdered on oh, June twelfth. That's right. Ron oh. Goldman. Oh. But I was like, fuck, I can't do That'd be that. No, that's <laughs>
2: <laughs> How big of a...
1: It's so That'd be like an eight-hour so episode, huge. right? That's the 25th anniversary. Wow. Yeah. I remember Dang. when it happened. Do you? I do. I remember watching
0: the trial as a kid yeah. a
1: little bit. I remember I, I remember the it being my birthday and like... Oh, yeah. Yeah, and like the stuff about the murder. I was... Being on the news.
2: I was living in Scotland, mm-hmm. so we didn't really have yeah. any news on it. But I remember my dad... Listening because it was a, a like an international when they had the verdict. Yeah. So like the international radio stations yeah. were playing and we were driving in the car and my dad listened and he got so pissed when he heard yeah. the verdict. Mm. I guess
1: my dad had been following it, but. The whole world followed it. Yeah. yeah. Um. But, I, so I decided I wasn't going to do that because this episode would be 37 hours long. Um, it's already going to be 37 yeah. hours long. So, instead, I picked a case about a party. Heck Yeah. A okay. Killer party. Ooh. What do you mean by that? Hmm. Let's find out. A really fun party.
2: It was a really great party. They just made a little too much noise and it went to court.
1: So, right off the bat, I have to say that like almost all of this info comes from the same source. It comes from this amazing article um, in Rolling Stone by Nathaniel Rich. And I'm basically just um, stealing. No. I am uh, paraphrasing it thank you ah. and I'm giving him credit
2: thank you
0: <laughs> that's how we do it Nathaniel. on this podcast that's right.
1: thank you Nathaniel there wasn't shit to do in Port St. Lucie Florida if you were a teenager
2: Port St. where is that
1: that's because it's near Miami Ooh. that's because Port St. Lucie wasn't built for teenagers named after the patron saint of people with eye problems <laughs> So, old people? <laughs> yes. The town was kind of the brainchild of these three brothers from Jacksonville, Florida, Frank Elliott and Robert Mackle. Um, and they were determined to profit from this big migration of retirees to Florida that started in the 60s.
2: By the so, way, it always blows my mind that Jacksonville is the biggest city in Florida. Yeah. yeah I just, I always think like Miami, Miami Tampa Bay, yeah. Orlando, yeah. but it's Jacksonville. That's crazy to me. Pretty anyway, continue. <laughs> Sorry. I uh, get fired up when I hear okay. that. It's okay. Sure.
1: So We all have our passions. Now, that's man. right. And you're passionate about Jacksonville, Florida.
2: <laughs> no, I like the Miami Dolphins. <laughs> so in
1: 1961, these brothers bought like 40,000 acres of what was essentially swampland. Swampland and forest. Mm-hmm. And then they divided it up into plots that were 80 by 125 feet. And then they placed these big ads in Life magazine and Newsweek magazine that promised this Florida dream retirement. And you could buy these plots of land with these, what were promised to be like space age houses on them for really low money, like $10 down and then $10 a month, super cheap. But the catch was that you had to pay it for the rest of your life. Like you would never pay off Yeah, but if you're retired,
0: you're kind of like, hey, <laughs> right, 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 right.
2: I got five years left. Yeah. I'll do that. So, do they just like bulldoze Kermit's home?
1: Yeah, yeah. Hey, what are you doing? That's <laughs> mine. <wrong? laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so th- it worked. I'm, um, but well, yeah, people, but people were pretty pissed, and they showed up, and they had a chunk of swamp rather <laughs> yeah. than yeah. what they thought was like these this place because the dumb. ads had these like. <laughs> Um, this, like, cute little girl with a ponytail on a beach holding a beach ball, and it was uh-huh. like your dream retirement. And then you show up to your plot that you purchased. It's a and little it's dumpy swamp. A swamp or part of a forest. And there's an alligator winking at you. <laughs> yes, yeah. Exactly. yeah, It's
2: just heaven to Kermit.
1: Um, but so by 1980, Port, Port St. Lucie had grown to. 15,000 people and it was just this like manufactured town it was it's like a hundred miles north of miami i believe mm-hmm. um ooh. Oh. guys if you can't hear that that was ooh. a scary crack that of thunder. <laughs> oh. um, and so because the population had started to boom the city had continued to grow kind of outwards and towards the coast and by 2006, which was kind of the height of the real estate boom, this is kind of where it peaked before it, the housing bubble collapsed, yeah. Port St. Lucie's population had surpassed 150,000. So in wow. 20 years, it grew, like 26 years, it grew by tenfold. That's incredible. That's huge growth. Um, it was, in fact, the fastest growing city in the United States. Wow. Yeah. And as that population grew... The median age of the Port St. Lucie Saint Saint- Saint citizen had dropped dramatically. So originally, it's all retirees. And now, more than a third of the city's population are younger than 24. Wow. And there wasn't anything for them to do.
2: Because it was just like houses, right? Yeah, it's yeah. all
1: houses. And so bored teenagers did what they often do they smoke pot, and they threw house parties.
2: Not me. <laughs> I was a good teenager.
1: So it's really fun. <laughs> so it's actually funny because um, around this time, like around 2006, the um, you could buy houses in Port St. Lucie for really, really cheap. Um, because of the housing boom like sometimes you could buy a little like 1960s house for like $50,000 mm-hmm. and so like Miami drug dealers were setting up grow houses oh in Port my St. Lucie oh. like one bust shut down like 69 grow houses in Port St. Lucie Holy yes. Yes. it down to Miami and so it had this big reputation of being a pot town they started calling yeah. it Pot St. Lucie mm-hmm. and so that's what the teenagers did they threw house parties and they smoked pot And in July of 2011, that's exactly what Tyler Hadley had intended to do. Tyler told his friends all week that he was going to throw a party, and no one believed him. He'd never thrown a party before. It wasn't in his nature. He was kind of a quiet guy, kind of strange, not super popular, but he was kind of known to hang out with a bunch of potheads and stuff like that. And I think he was kind of a pothead himself. Um, But he had really strict parents. And they had gotten even stricter lately because Tyler had started to get in some trouble. He had started to hang out with kind of the wrong crowd. And he'd actually gotten arrested recently after a fight at a house party that he was at. Uh And so um, his parents had taken away his car keys, taken away his phone. And he was left with his only communications to his friends um, through his computer, through Facebook. And so by like Saturday, Saturday, July sixteenth, two thousand eleven, it was like eleven o'clock in the morning. Tyler started to get messages on his Facebook. They're like, "Hey, you know, is the party on? Are we still having the party?" And he's like, "I'm working on it." And um, he got several messages of this of this kind. And they're like, "Well, are your parents going to be gone?" He said, "Nope, my parents aren't going to be there. They're leaving soon." And then at 1.15 on that same day, so July 16th, 2011, Tyler posted on his Facebook, party at my crib tonight, dot, 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 maybe. Hmm. Still, no one was like, everybody yeah. was like, it's not so happening. So indecisive. Yeah, it's not happening. And then at 8.15 that night, Tyler posted another message on his Facebook. Party at my house, hit me up. And still friends were like, What? And there were like several comments that are like, whoa, what if your parents come home? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And Tyler said, Tyler's reply was, they won't. Trust me.
0: Oh, no. He killed them.
1: No, Brandy.
0: Oh, this is such a Brandy case. He killed them so he could have a party. Brandy, no. Kristen. Brandy. Why would you jump to that conclusion? Because I know how your brain works. I know what cases (laughs) you're drawn to.
2: The fact that you just said, they won't trust me.
0: And, and gave me an evil look.
2: Anyway, um, continue.
1: So by eleven thirty that Saturday night, um, a group of like a, ten or eleven people showed up to Tyler's house, um, including this guy Mike. Mike was a popular junior from the same high school that Tyler went to, but he didn't actually know Tyler. He only knew him like. By sight, like he recognized him, but they'd never interacted before. But word about this party had gotten out, and and so they decided that they that he'd stop by with his group of friends because it was July in Port St. Lucie, and there was absolutely nothing else to do. Wait, was there not much going on in this town? <laughs> what are you trying to tell us, Brandy? So when Mike and his 10 friends show up at the door, Tyler answers it, and he's wearing a black T-shirt, black Dickie shorts, and black Nike Air Force Ones. Mm. Um, Better to cover the blood. Red Nike. does not show well
3: on black. Mm.
1: Mm-hmm. Mike said that he seemed kind of anxious, but he was also clearly rolling on ecstasy. Like his pupils were huge. Like um, it was just—he was like he was like rubbing his hands together the entire time he was talking. It was just very clear that he was in an altered state. This is—I
0: just no—I just feel like such an idiot with this stuff because like if I saw someone like that, I'd be like, "What's up with that weirdo?"
1: Yeah, (laughs) I would would have no idea that he was rolling either. And Tyler told him, come on in. I just don't want smoking inside. This is my parents' house. Before long, the party had grown to like 60 kids. Um, and most of them had no idea who Tyler was. They yeah. just heard about a party. Sometimes that's how it
2: goes. In yeah. high cool.
1: There were kids all over the place. They were on the couches. They were playing beer pong. Why are you pointing at Kristen? She well,
2: knows what I'm talking no about. No,
1: I don't. Do you what? know what you're Kristen talking about? Kristen threw
2: crazy parties in high
1: school. No, I did not. No, she
2: didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Brandy with Brandy the Brandy went to
0: my parties. They, Eyewitness were, not-
1: <laughs> they were not cool they parties. They were not. I didn't say that. I just said they weren't crazy. <laughs> no. Uh, there was no beer pong. There was no beer at all. No, no alcohol. Spice girls. Yeah. Well, that was we were
0: not by high school. There was a pool table. There was. Uh There was one of those big screen TVs that was like as big as the house. Oh yeah. 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 Yeah, One of those
2: big like rear projectors. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, Tons of soda, plenty of snacks. That's right. So many couches, S- tons of couches. So many <laughs> yes. couches. <laughs> yes, because my parents. Everyone never, gets a
1: couch. Yeah. My parents never got rid of couches; they just yeah. moved so them there were down just, to like, the multiple basement. Multiple seating areas in the basement. Yeah.
2: God bless them.
1: Yeah. Yeah. The parties did not disappoint. We played a lot of Kristen Ball.
0: Yeah. Which is a game. Made Kristen up Ball by
2: yeah. me. How do you play?
1: <laughs> Wouldn't you like to? <laughs> do that?
0: It's basically ripping off the newlywed game, but with yeah. friends. Yep.
2: But you called it Kristen Ball? Yeah,
1: because she invented yeah. it. There was no ball. Don't worry. I am
2: so confused. Okay. It's like,
1: it's a Friends reference. Phoebe comes up with the game uh, and she calls Friends. it Phoebe Ball. I
2: never watched Friends. Wow. My bad. Hmm,
1: okay. Anyway. I was so, too busy gaming. There's kids everywhere. They're like looking, there's looking for snacks in the kitchen. There's yeah. beer pong. There's kids making out on every couch, every corner, every chair, whatever. Everywhere.
2: You guys step over. People making it. <laughs>
1: yes.
2: Pardon me. Excuse yeah. me.
1: The place was a disaster by this point. There were glass bottles broken on the floor. There were cigarette butts like gr- like put out in the floor, like in the carpet a and the rug. A bunch of filthy animals. Oh, yeah. But I
0: said
2: no smoking, guys.
1: He, Tyler was not at all concerned about the destruction inside the house. His chief concern was people going outside and people making too much noise.
2: So he didn't so want the cops to show the attention up.
1: Attention of the neighbors who might call the police. Yeah. Okay.
2: Didn't want the cops to show up. Yeah.
1: So at first he had been telling people to go out back and smoke when they wanted to smoke, and then finally he was like, you know what? Just stay in the house. You can smoke in the house. That's fine. I don't care. Don't go outside.
2: Is that where the bodies are?
1: Hmm.
2: Hmm.
1: Hmm. What bodies? There was, like, a crowd kind of gathered around, like, the family computer. They had, like, a desktop computer kind of oh, in yeah. the dining room area. And they were playing music on YouTube, um, specifically songs by Wiz Khalifa, which I didn't realize Wiz Khalifa was that popular back then. 2006? These kids were really cool. Is this 2006? 2006, yeah. It's, it seems it's, early for me.
2: early mixtape stuff. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And then um, it was – This one kid, Mike, that I mentioned before, he's kind of like looking around as they're like looking at the music and he notices that like just different areas of the carpet are really filthy and specifically like an area around the computer desk is filthy. There's like this brownish dried liquid that's kind of like gotten kind of tacky it's kind of in the creases of the keyboard and then it's Mm. kind of like in the on the carpet and he's like what the fuck did someone spill over here it's
2: probably gravy
1: yeah it's probably gravy
2: yeah you know how nasty that gets when you get in your keyboard
1: Mm -hmm. his thought was that it was probably coke that somebody had tried to do like mixed drinks or whatever and it spilled coke everywhere and it just kind of got syrupy and coke and gravy gross (laughs) Um, but he didn't really think about it anything Um, people kept asking Tyler like where are your parents are they out of town and he kind of told everybody a different story he told one one guy that they'd gone to Georgia he told another guy that they'd gone to Orlando he told another girl that his parents didn't live there anymore that this was his house now Mm -hmm. Um, it's just kind of a different story to anybody who asked by midnight the party had grown grown (laughs) growing, had grown to over a hundred people man
2: um, surely the, the cops are going to get called right
1: so you got a hundred people in the house that's big concern that's Tyler's big yeah. concern it's gotten loud the
2: Ethel next door is not going to stand for this the no. dogs
1: they have, they have, the family has two dogs they have a lab and a beagle and they've started to freak out just by the number of people well, sure and so Tyler just like shoves them in different rooms in the house he like locks one in a bathroom and one in Aww. a closet
2: and um, just think of peanut there are a hundred people in this house
1: It freaks out when Brandy comes over. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. And the place just looked like it had been ransacked. Like every surface had turned over. There's broken stuff everywhere. Um, One girl arrived like around midnight and she had this big crush on Tyler. Um, Her name was Stephanie. And she, by that time it was like a hundred people deep. And she managed to find her way to where Tyler was. And she... Kind of just stood by him. She didn't know him really well, but had this big crush on him. And she noticed that he was acting odd, quieter than usual, kind of like had this far off look in his eye, mm-hmm. totally not engaged with the party. But again, like there was drugs there. People were doing ecstasy. People were smoking pots, So she kind of just wrote it off as, well, he's on something. Right. Uh, and she was there with a friend um, named William who was also friends with Tyler and he, William had known Tyler since he was in sixth grade and so they kind of talked about it and she was like, he was like, Tyler always acts strange, like this is just kind of him, you just don't know him that well, like mm-hmm. he'll do this and then in an hour he'll be, you know like totally normal. By 1230 the party was like out of beer, people had started playing water pong because they were <laughs> out of beer and so Tyler asked his friend who was 21 and there to take him to the gas station that was a block away and go get more beer. And so the three of them, so this guy, Mark, Tyler, and Mark's girlfriend, Ashley, got in a car and went to the gas station. Tyler gave Mark money. He went in, bought four cases of Bush Light. Ooh, mm, my beer mm. of choice. Mm. mm. <laughs> so good. I've never had a Bush Light. Ashley, it sounds terrible, though. Neither have I, yeah.
2: <laughs> I've had a few Bush Light. What do you think? I mean, it's cheap beer. It's just okay. watery beer, right? It's, it's watery and it doesn't really taste like much. That's the point of it. It's cheap, you know. So nothing like Miller High Life. No, the champagne, champagne of the beers. beers.
1: <laughs> you guys, we're not sponsored by them. This episode brought to you by Miller High Life. Can they're, you imagine? I would lose my mind. They're a Patreon supporter. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> <laughs> so while Mark is in the store buying the beer, Ashley kind of talks to Tyler for the first time. And this is kind of the first time he lets anybody in that something odd is going on with him. Mm. And she just, he, she asks him how his night's going, whatever. And uh, and all he said was, eh, you know, brushes it off, and he's like, well, my, my dad died. What? And Ashley thought it was odd. Yes, she. And did. then she thought that he. She assumed he meant like a long time ago, right? And that he As was drunk would. or high or yeah. whatever. And so she was like, "Whatever, dude." Like. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they get back to the house. They start up beer pong again, and somebody starts selling like little white pills out of a baggie for a dollar.
2: This party is it seems wild. Like a really
1: good deal. Yeah, it's, I mean, the thing. whatever it is. No kidding. (laughs) Yeah, somebody else is selling pot. Um, Another group of people show up because somebody sent out a text that this party is the, uh, that Hadley's party was the biggest thing ever. So another like three carloads of people show up. Damn. Um, And then all of a sudden, some guy comes in from like out front and he's like, woohoo! And you know, making all this noise and he has a mailbox In his hands. He's stolen the next door neighbor's mailbox. Oh no. Ethel's Ethel's Ethel's, gonna hate that. Ethel's custom lighthouse mailbox. He freaks the (laughs) fuck out. He's like, where the fuck did you get that? Yeah. And the kid is like, I stole it from the neighbors. And he's like, he's like swinging the mailbox (laughs) around in the living room. That's just stuffed with people. He's knocking beer bottles everywhere. And Tyler is like screaming at him. He's like, you gotta take that back. You know, stealing a mailbox is a felony. And the police are gonna come.
0: He didn't say he that. He did.
1: He said he stealing said it's a, fe- a mailbox. Is He's a, a kid felony? that's just gotten in trouble. I think he knows yeah. what's a felony and what's not. Any kid who's ever played mailbox baseball knows that tampering with a okay. mailbox you're, is a felony. You're acting
0: like that's such a common thing. That's only in movies. No, I think People that's a real really thing do in that. a town where
1: there's nothing to do.
2: No, it, it is a legit it's thing. It's a
1: real thing. Here's
2: a good story for you Reggie Jackson, famous baseball player. Uh-huh. When he was a kid, he would hit mailboxes with his baseball mm-hmm. bat for practice.
1: Well that's just rude. It's a real thing.
2: Well oh, yeah, it's like not cool, but like I had people do it.
1: Do it to my mailbox? Really? Yeah. Broke my fucking mailbox in half. I was so pissed.
2: <laughs> and if this is Ethel's custom lighthouse <laughs> mailbox, she's gonna, be super, gonna pissed. be super. She's gonna be
1: super pissed.
2: <laughs> she got that in Manio on her vacation
1: so.
2: <laughs> <laughs> eight years ago. <laughs> custom made.
1: Yeah, so he's, like, screaming at this kid to take the mailbox back, and, like, the party kind of, like, oh. screeches to a halt for a second while everybody's like, what the fuck's going well, on? Well, yeah. And the kid takes the mailbox back, and everything just kind of, like, goes back to normal. Ooh. And at that time, is one of the kids there notices that the, the master bedroom door is closed. Yup, And so he assumes that there's people inside getting high. And so he wants to go in there. And so uh, he goes and he reaches the door, but the door's locked. And all of the lights, like where the bedrooms were, like the hall lights and whatever, are off. But he noticed that along like the the baseboard near the door, there's like a, a weird dark streak of what he assumed was paint.
2: More and gravy. So he's yeah,
1: more like, of that Coke. Huh, more yeah. of that
2: Coke gravy mix. That
1: doesn't, that doesn't look good. But he's like, oh, nobody's getting high in there. And then you go find out where they are getting high, and so oh he just God. leaves it and walks away by one fifteen Another carload of kids show up. The place is packed Holy it's crap. loud it smells just like sweaty with all of these like over a hundred teenagers packed into this house this this kid that comes like around this time he says that he his name's Justin, which I guess isn't his real name, according to this article. Everybody else used their real names, but this guy asked for his name to be withheld for okay. whatever reason. Um, it says that he's a collegiate athlete, so that could be why. Um, but this guy who went by Justin in the article shows up to the party, and he said the first thing that struck him when he walked through the door was not how messy the house was or how many people were in there. It was that, that the house smelled. It smelled like sweaty clothes that had been sitting around, and that, like, it just looked destroyed. Mm-hmm. And he I was mean, like, a
2: house with a hundred people in it. Yeah, it's yeah. and he, his
1: thought was, how are you going to put this place back together before your parents get home? Yeah. And so he went to Tyler. He found Tyler. He knew it was Tyler's party, and he said, hey, man, you know what are the ground rules? And Tyler said, do whatever you want. So this kid, Justin, goes over, and he starts playing beer pong. And he misses a shot. The ball bounces onto the floor. It rolls under the table. And he gets down under there. And he, the ball has rolled into another thick, brown, sticky oh, substance. God. And so he picks it up. And he's like, that's disgusting. Um, but he's like, this is a disgusting party. Like, there's so many people here. So he doesn't think much of it. He goes over. He rinses it in the sink. And back to beer pong. Think about that. They're I throwing know. that in a glass of I beer know. that they and then have drinking. to drink. Y- yeah. Ugh.
2: Ugh. Tyler made a ton of gravy that night.
1: <laughs> so, by this time, it's getting pretty late. Um, people are starting to leave. And one of those people is Mark, the 21 year old that had gone on the beer run earlier. Yeah. Yeah. So, as he's getting ready to leave, Tyler asked him if they could speak privately. Oh, and boy. so they went outside. I and, need you to help
2: me dump something. So, they
1: went out back, and there were kids out there smoking and whatever. And he's like, You guys got to go in the house. I need to talk. And so he pushes everybody inside and then he turns to Mark and he said, dude, I did some things. I might go to prison. I might go away for life. I don't know, dude. I'm freaking out right now. And Mark's like, what are you talking about? And he said, dude, I know you're not going to believe me. No one will believe me. I freaking killed somebody. And Mark's like, what? dude if you killed somebody that's your own business hmm. don't be telling me so- that sort of thing I don't need to know and he left how could you have that reaction I,
2: I think that's a good reaction to just leave now I would hope he would call the police
0: well yeah yeah
2: right after right but I think it, it was actually it's smart to be like none of my business because you, it might be a dangerous situation
1: yeah okay that's fair yeah so so Mark leaves and Tyler goes back into the party as he's walking in. Another group of people are walking out, like getting ready to leave. And he runs into one kid and the kid's like, hey, thanks for having us over. Thanks for the party. Thanks for the beer. And Tyler responds to him and he says, I just wanted to do something fun before I left. And the kid's like, where are you going? To prison. And Tyler says, I'm going to kill myself. (gasps) And the kid's like, why would you do that? And Tyler says, because I did something really bad. And the kid's like, what did you do? It can't be that bad.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And Tyler said, don't worry. If I get caught, I'll be in jail a long time.
2: He just had to tell somebody, huh?
1: Yeah, yeah. he couldn't. He couldn't. And so and was he kind of on them. repeated this thing with a couple of different people. <clears throat> right. Where he was like made little like vague comments about how he was going away or how he's going to get in trouble or whatever. And then by around uh, one o'clock in the morning, he found his friend, Michael Mandel or Mandel um, M A N D E L L probably Mandel. And he asked him to go for a walk with him. So Tyler and Michael had been best friends since they were eight years old. And for a lot of that night, they had been together. Like they'd sat together in the living room while everything was going on. They would played beer pong together, whatever. But while, Michael had been kind of, like, chatting it up with everybody else. Tyler was always just kind of zoning out and staring off into the distance. And so the two of them go for a walk. They walk down to the block, um, like, at the end of the street. And Tyler turned to Michael, and he said, I killed my parents. And Michael just looks at him. And he's like, yeah, right. And he said, Michael, I'm being real. I'm not lying to you. If you look closely enough at the house, you'll see the signs. Ugh
2: oh, whoa, okay.
1: And so he told Michael to look at the driveway and so they turned back towards the house by this point and he said, my parents' cars are in the driveway. They didn't go out of town. Hmm. And Michael's like, holy shit.
2: So Michael said, well, good party. See you later.
1: Yeah. Well, so he's like, Michael's like, not still not believing him. Yeah. So Tyler's like, come on, let's go look in the garage. And so they go in the house and they go to the garage. And Tyler, like, looks around to make sure no one sees them. And they slip into the garage. They and uh, Tyler shuts the door behind him and he shows Michael a bloody shoe print on the floor of the garage. And Michael runs out of the garage immediately. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah. And then Tyler took him to the master bedroom. So. Remember, someone earlier had seen that streak of something, like, black that he thought was paint on the bottom. Yeah. Um, Tyler unlocks the bedroom door and opened it. And inside, Michael saw just chaos in this room. There were dining room chairs. There were blood-soaked towels stacked in a huge pile. And at the bottom of the pile, kind of sticking out from one side, was a human leg. Oh. And that's when Tyler walked Michael through what had happened that day. That afternoon, like just before 5 o'clock, Tyler said that he hid his parents' cell phones so that they couldn't call for help. And then he'd listen to this song, Feel Lucky, by Lil Boozy, who's a rapper. I've never – I listened to this song today. I'd never heard it before, and it was not good. Did Man, it make you I love somebody? Lil Boozy. You do not know Lil I've Boozy. Never I've never heard of, of Lil <laughs> Boozy. So he listened to that song to kind of like psych him up, and then he took three pills of ecstasy.
2: I was going to say, he had to have been high out of his mind he took to three, do something yeah, like so that. Yeah, so he took
1: three pills of ecstasy because he didn't think he could kill his parents while he was sober. Absolutely. And then he went out to the garage and grabbed a claw hammer. Oh. And then he walked back into the house and he went and stood behind his mom as she was working at that desktop computer. He said he stood behind her for a full five minutes. Then he raised the claw hammer and hit her in the head with it, oh. and she screamed, "Why, why?" And he continued hitting her. And then, upon hearing his wife's screams, Tyler's dad came running in, and he was—he was a large guy, yeah—but um, he was defenseless against Tyler's hammer, yeah. And so Tyler beat him with the hammer as well. Um, and Blake asked the same question. Blake was Tyler's dad, and he asked the same question, "Why?" And Tyler said he shouted, why the fuck not, as he beat his father to death with the claw end of the hammer. And he said he just repeated it over and over. Wow. Yeah.
2: That's horrible.
1: Tyler told Michael that when he was done, he wrapped towels around his parents' heads and then dragged them to their master bedroom and lay their bodies side by side. And then he spent the next three hours cleaning up as much as he could and he just piled anything that had any blood or anything on it into, into the that master, master bedroom. Yeah. Mm. Um, and But he couldn't clean everything. That's what those yeah. dark, gooey spots were. Is it were. fair to say there was
2: blood everywhere?
1: There was blood everywhere. everywhere. Gosh. Sorry, I just lost my place. This, this is so sad. Oh, it's terrible. He said after he'd cleaned everything up, it was like 8 o'clock. Remember he posted that the party was on at like 8.15 on mm-hmm. his Facebook He said he at like when he was done cleaning up at eight o'clock. He went. He took a shower and then he stood and he stared at his reflection in his bathroom mirror and he just laughed. And then he posted that the party was on.
2: So obviously, it sounds like as the night went on, he he came down off of his Uh high and he realized what he had done. Mm
3: -hmm.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Kiki.
2: Kiki oh, is in the uh, bag in the of paper, paper towels. Towel
1: bag. Look, she loves it.
2: She was sleeping earlier. Should I leave her in this? Yeah, look
1: mm, how cute she's she having is. Fun. Well, I
0: think
2: she's. I'll take her out. Just take her out. <laughs> <laughs> Kiki.
1: Kiki. Yep, okay. I was having fun in there. So, uh, Michael was completely disturbed by this information and by seeing part of one of Tyler's parents' dead bodies. But he didn't leave the party. He stayed for another 45 minutes.
2: See, that is nuts to me.
1: And he even took a selfie. With Tyler before he left. What? This picture is kind of like a notorious picture now. It's readily available online. I couldn't look at it. Yeah. I, After if, he's if I, already been told what Tyler did, the two of them took a selfie Knowing together. the
2: context, I could not look at that photo. Yeah, That's disturbing. And, yes, I'm just thinking if I were in that guy's shoes, if he's like, I killed my parents, yeah. I would also be like, yeah, very funny. Yeah. And, but as soon as I saw a bloody shoe print in a garage...
0: Yeah. I would leave. Mm-hmm. I would
2: book yeah. it and I'd go to the police. But yeah, it's disturbing to take a picture. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So somewhere around 2 a.m., Michael kind of ditches the party. And at that point, someone like kind of stood up and announced that there was a bigger, better party going on at a neighbor's house. And so kids started like, Running out, they're tossing drinks in the lawn. There's cars peeling out everywhere. It's getting very loud. Uh-huh. And so, these like all of these cars peel out of the neighborhood, and the neighbors here. Yeah. So Ethel is
2: finally awoken. Ethel's
1: pissed. <laughs> um, but the thing about the party—the rumor of the party—wasn't true. They all show up at this girl's house for this party, and she comes out in her pajamas, and she's like, "What the fuck are you guys doing here?" And so they all head back to Tyler's house. No, no. no. But by this time, the neighbor whose name is actually Rayanne, not Ethel, mm, she, close. yeah, she is fed up. She's heard the noises all night, but they've, you know, been to kind of a dull roar. But this is a, this is too much. These cars peeling in and out of her street. So she calls the police.
2: She's trying to watch Matlock.
1: Uh huh. Um, but by this time, there's only maybe 20, 30 people left at the party. Right. And so the police show up, and um, Tyler has everybody kind of go to the back of the house. He turns all of the lights off, and he goes and answers the door, and he talks to the police. The police explain that there had been noise complaints, and the ty- Tyler apologizes. He talks to the police for a few minutes. They leave. They never come in the house, and everything's good. Oh huh? Yeah. Oh god. By like by two thirty, more people are coming back to the party after having left for that other house and realizing there wasn't anything there. And the party just continues. And Tyler is kind of on that thing again where he starts telling people, I'm going away, this is my last yeah. thing, yeah. you know, whatever. Yeah. And at four forty AM, Tyler posted another message on his Facebook wall. He said Party at my house again, hit me up. And maybe Tyler would have had another party that next day. Maybe more people would have come over that next night. But at that exact moment, the police were outside his front door. Mm. Because when he had left the party, Tyler's best friend, Michael, had co- called the Crime Stoppers hotline. Yeah. and told them what Tyler had done. Good for him. Yeah, good job. Still
2: messed up you took the selfie. Yeah. But thank God. Yeah. He did the right thing.
1: So it was 4 it was like 4:32 a.m. when police came to the Hadley home. They like came in kind of from both sides and they weren't really sure what to expect. And so two officers went up and rang the doorbell. I think there were other officers stationed kind of around the house in case anything went Mm -hmm. wrong. And so at approximately 4.32 a.m., police show up outside of the Hadley home. Um, Two officers kind of come in from opposite directions. They don't know what to expect. They know that there's been a party going on. They know there's been a lot of drugs. Um, And so they kind of get a view inside the house. I believe there were other officers stationed around just in case anything went wrong. They didn't know if he was dangerous. He Yeah. They believed he had killed his parents. Who knew knows what else he could be capable of? Yeah. And so they observe him through like the front window of the house just like pacing back and forth and then he starts picking up like stacks of books and like throwing them in a different part of the house and so finally they're like mm, we just got to yeah. take care of this. And so they they ring the doorbell and um, Tyler kind of walks back and, like, turns the lights off in the house before he comes up and answers it. And so finally he answers the door, and they said, like, it was very clear that he, you know, was on drugs. His pupils were dilated. He had, you know, just um, like a very wide-eyed look about him, and he wasn't blinking. They asked him to come out of the house, and he did. And then they had him, you know— get on the ground and they handcuffed him he still had on his black shirt black shorts black shoes um but when initially when they'd open the door he was holding one of his arms behind him and so they thought he might have been had a weapon his hands up finally they get him handcuffed whatever and they ask him if there's any adults in the house and he says no and he said just just do it just i know i'm going to rock road which is was kind of is like um kind of what they call i think they it's either juvie or just like the county jail somewhere he was familiar with and so he's like i know i'm going to rock road just take me there but they don't they leave him handcuffed in the driveway and they make entry into the home and he is yelling from outside you can't go in there don't go in there And the police just walk into this, what looks like a war zone where this party has taken place. This house is fucking destroyed. But they head straight for the master bedroom, which is where they had been told through that tip from Michael, where the bodies would be. And so they walk to the bedroom, the doors locked, they force it open, and they find bodies and blood everywhere. Mm. So Tyler was arrested and charged with first degree murder of both of his parents. When he was being held in the um, St. Lucie County Jail, awaiting trial after he was charged and everything, he was a celebrity. Like, why? It was crazy. Every person he'd ever met like wrote him a letter. It was like in support. Huge, no, just like, whoa, dude, that was crazy. I can't believe you did that. Well, like every person who was at like people started bragging about being at that party. Yeah, I was there. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Me, I have a quote here from one guy who said um, when he found out about the murders, he thought, wow, I just went to the party of a lifetime. It's messed up what he did. But 20 years from now, I'll be able to say I was there. That's kind of cool.
2: What a weird thing to be proud of. No shit, right? I'd be be disgusted and horrified. Yeah. Mm. My first reaction would be like, wow, that's cool.
1: And the other weird thing that started happening is people, teenagers, started rationalizing what Tyler had did. Oh god. He said, "Oh, it was the drugs. You know, he never would have done this had he not been on the drugs or his parents were super strict. They <laughs> they were no they choice were but asking kill him. for this." Wow. No. Yeah. No. It's nuts. But Tyler kind of kept his head straight. He was clean now. He was sober. He got his G his GED. He took the SATs and got like a 2100, which I don't know, sounds okay. <laughs> I have no idea. I what don't know top I no on they, SAT so, either. because well, ch- we were ACT people. Yeah.
2: Well, the, so they changed the scoring system too because I think um, when I took the SATs, the highest score you could get was a fifteen hundred, hmm. and I think they've they changed it to where yeah you can get like a two thousand yeah. score or something. So I don't know how it's how it's great now, but. Sounds pretty good. I think it sounds pretty good. I have no
1: idea. <laughs> oh, yeah. More. So he started reading a whole bunch. He got really into the Harry Potter books. Like, he started pitching them to, like, anybody who would listen to him. Like, you got to read these books. They're so good. He That's also good, because really most people haven't heard of Harry heard Potter books. Yeah. Yeah. And then he also got very into James Patterson. Some
2: viral marketing for Harry Potter.
1: <laughs> right. And then he he found God in jail while he was awaiting trial as well. He became he began meeting regularly with a priest Um, And he told the priest that he believed that he deserved to go to hell. But the priest told him that if he confessed his sins, God would forgive him and he could go to heaven. And so he expressed a desire to become a priest when he eventually believed he would be released from prison. So Tyler committed these murders six months before his 18th birthday, which meant that he was not eligible for the death penalty. Um, which is good because you know Florida loves the death penalty. Yeah, yeah. Um, good if you don't believe in the death penalty. Yeah. Um, and he's a 17 and a half year old kid, so probably not. <laughs> um
2: That's isn't it crazy how 6 months he'll be tried yeah. as an adult?
1: Yeah, if he was if he was 18, he absolutely would have faced the death penalty. Well, and they're going to try him as an adult, right? Yeah, but he can't be well, Yeah, yeah. He, of he'll course. be tried as an adult. Yes, but they he cannot He cannot get the death penalty because he's under 18. Um, I'm
2: going to guess he pleads guilty to reduce the sentence.
1: So he was facing two life terms. Sure. And he wrote a note to his grandparents while he was in prison. And this is what what the letter said. I was just living my life as a normal 17-year-old kid, and the next thing I know, I'm in the middle of St. Lucie County Jail. I ruined a lot of people's lives, and I can't seem to forgive myself. I find myself crying a lot because of the guilt. Every day, I beg for forgiveness, and I ask God not to send me to hell. I don't want to go there. Father Michael told me that if I just confess my sins and repent, then God will forgive me for everything. I just can't get rid of all of this guilt. I'm sw- it's swallowing me whole. I'm extremely nervous that I'm going to get a life sentence— It's making me pretty depressed. I want to say I'm really sorry for all the grief I've stirred up. I know everyone thinks I'm a psychopath and all, but I'm really sorry for everything. I've been praying every day for forgiveness and for a decent plea offer. I should get one since it's my first offense. I feel extremely Mm. bad for Ryan. Ryan is his brother. He had an older brother who had just just moved away for college to North Carolina. He said... I feel extremely bad for Ryan, and especially you, my grandparents, and my other grandparents for the grief I've caused. I feel like Ryan doesn't love me anymore, but I know he does, and he's just going through a rough time. It's Uh, so hard going through this. I'm scared, and I feel so alone.
0: No. I say no to all of
1: that. I know, right?
0: That was a whole lot of me, me, me. Yeah. I feel so guilty. Yeah. Pull your head out of your ass.
2: Yeah. I mean, you should feel guilty. Well, well. <laughs> but
0: here's the thing. Here's the thing. When you're writing a letter mm-hmm. to the parents of and the parents people you of the murder, person, I, yeah. I get it. It shouldn't be about. Well, I sure hope I get a plea deal. Mm-hmm. I hope you know. I'm feeling really sad. I, I don't like it. I don't like it.
2: No, it's it's horrible.
0: Yeah. I think it needs to be more about what you did and why you're so sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know what? And he you, should
2: accept whatever comes to him.
1: Yeah, so I'll be like,
2: "Oh God, I hope I get off. I hope." Yeah. Yeah. Easily plea deal. With this. So like, I mean,
1: you were right, Norm. He's holding out for a plea deal. He yeah. thinks he's going to be able to get off lighter because it's his first offense. You murdered both of your fucking parents. Yeah, really. Like, and and also, it like they're. Like, no, no
2: real motivation either. It was just like a cold-blooded murder. Well, yeah. you know,
0: you heard he had to do it because they were strict. Yeah. <laughs> That's not right? a reason. Yeah.
2: Um, See, so... w- with your mom, you just called her a bee in your diary.
0: Oh, yeah. Right. You, yeah. you, you didn't <laughs> hit her with mom a claw hammer. A bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and then I felt guilty about it afterward, so I wrote a little note saying it was an overreaction. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: So he held out for that plea agreement, and it never came. Of course. Why would it? He ended up pleading no contest, which means basically he won't admit guilt, but he agrees that there's plenty of evidence to convict him. Okay. And a hearing... So when you plead no contest, a hearing was held to determine sentencing. So the judge would sentence him. There's Mm -hmm. no jury trial. There's no jury or anything like that. Um, And so a hearing was held, like, to give all the evidence, and the prosecution gave their recommendation for what he should be sentenced to. And ultimately, in 2014, um, a judge sentenced him to life without the possibility of parole. Yeah.
2: Yep. That's what he should get.
1: However. Oh, my gosh. In April of 2016, his sentence was overturned. An appeals court determined that the lower court, that the judge did not consider... The possible alternatives to a life sentence, and so they determined that he needed to be resentenced. And so another sentencing hearing was held, and in December of 2018, Tyler was again sentenced to life in prison. This time with the possibility of parole. But he has two life sentences. His parole is yeah when's being eligible for parole. He'll be like what? Well, what's the like life sentence? Years old, 40, Forty years, 40, forty-five years. Yeah. Hmm. So I think I think it's like a minimum of 25 before you're eligible. If you've got two life sentences, so 50 years. So maybe by the time he's 70, he'll be eligible for parole. He'll never be paroled. Hmm. And I don't think he should be.
0: I don't think so either. No. Yeah. That that note that you
1: read. to me
0: said it all. Oh, yeah. Just and pleading no contest Mm -hmm. instead
1: of pleading guilty? guilty. Yeah.
0: You killed your parents. Yeah.
2: I, I it always weighs on me like the value of a life mm-hmm. and like taking somebody's life and how unfair that is. Mm-hmm. And he killed two people. Yeah, and
1: two people who loved him unconditionally. His parents his pa- killed his parents. The fact that they were screaming, "Why?" Yeah, when he was doing it. I mean, that's yeah. horrible. Yeah, yeah. To take somebody's life. Yeah. So his best friend Michael, the one who. Called the police and turned him in. He said that this has ruined his life as well. Of course. Yeah. Because he had to see all of that. He had to do that. And then also, he's forever known as the best friend of the guy that killed his print and took a
2: selfie with him. Yeah.
1: And he took the selfie with him. Like, that's what he's known for. Like, anywhere he goes, anybody who hears his name is like, you're that guy. Yeah. Yeah. And so he says that. He does he knows he did the right thing by turning Tyler in. He doesn't regret of course, it one yeah. bit like that was he absolutely, absolutely did the right, right decision. Thing.
2: Taking the selfie, not so much. Not so much. Hopefully he was like drunk or high or something when that happened. I don't know. I, I think, I, the, I think he rationalized
1: it at one point by saying he knew it was the last time he was ever gonna see him and they'd been best no. friends since they were eight. Okay, well that's just weird. Yeah. But, I, but whatever. Yeah. He did yeah. the right thing ultimately. Don't so know that's about the story all that. of one killer party. That is nuts. you imagine? He, threw a, he killed his parents and then threw a party with their bodies in the house still.
0: But don't worry. He found God.
1: Yeah.
2: And Harry Potter. And
1: Harry Potter. Whew. Yikes. Yikes is right. Okay, I told you before we started recording that I had a show note based on the episode that came out last week. Mm-hmm. today you know whatever (laughs) so my mom texts me it's about my case so you know Mm -hmm. we i did the case about gary hurt he murdered glenn kapitsky and um the prosecution said it was like he thought he he did it to try and he believed he could pull off the perfect murder he did it to see if he could get away with it and the defense said no he killed him in a fit of rage um he was insane because he was having homosexual tendencies and he didn't know how to handle it. Mm -hmm. Okay. So what my mom said was, if Gary killed Glenn in rage over his homosexual act, he wouldn't have been bragging about it all over town. I kind of agree with that. I don't. You don't? No,
0: I think that... He was bragging about it, but he was claiming a different motive. He was claiming he did it just because. Just because, just yeah. to see if he could pull it off. Right. He didn't want anyone to know
1: yeah. that. But you don't. So, yeah, I think her argument and the argument that I can see is that he wouldn't have said anything about it to anyone if he really had gone into a fit of rage and he was insane in the moment and killed him. It's the prosec- I mean that's I mean I don't believe he was insane in the moment yeah um, but you still believe it's possible that 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 the defense's yeah. claim is true
0: I still think it's totally possible yeah. I think it's totally possible that in a small town uh-huh. this guy is struggling with am I gay am I yeah. not gay he I mean if his story is true he got drunk and was taken advantage oh, yeah. of by an adult uh-huh. sexually assaulted. Yeah. He goes into a rage, kills the guy. Uh-huh. And yeah, you don't want to tell your friends and everybody what what you did or what led you to that because that's uh-huh. part of the shame, that's part of the embarrassment. So why brag about the murder at all? Because you have to talk about it because maybe you are kind of a normal person. It's possible. I mean, assuming that he is, you know, more of just kind of a, you're, whoops, there goes my phone. Assuming that he is kind of a normal guy, mm mm-hmm who had this encounter didn't know how to deal with it mm-hmm. flew into a rage yeah you can't just not talk about mm-hmm. the night you murdered somebody yeah so maybe you, f- you fix up find the a way story to spin it. Yeah. yeah
1: so one thing that I, I didn't mention on the episode that i thought of afterwards uh-huh. is that one of the prosecutions like biggest biggest things that they thought pointed to this is not a rage killing this was a to see if I could get away with it to see mm-hmm. um, is that he took a trophy he took the car keys there was no reason to take the car keys oh and they that said is that is a good that point. is a clear sign that this was something more that this was the possibility that he was going to turn into a serial killer uh-huh. because he took a trophy from the scene that's a really good point yeah
0: Can you not? I mean, what the hell, Norm?
1: I'm interested. Norm can't Norm can't talk about this because he doesn't actually listen to the podcast.
2: I just had not finished the episode. I legit was listening to the episode (laughs) this morning. Wow,
1: wow, I was. What was your favorite part? I don't know. I'm still torn on this case. I still don't know what I believe. I'm torn on it too. Norman, Norman, are you
0: for fucking real right now? Norman, we're we're wrapping up toward the hang on.
2: All right, go.
1: I'm going to fly into a rage and kill you. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> I think the argument about taking the trophy—that's a great big. argument. Yeah,
0: and I still wonder about the timeline. Yeah, I, I agree. Because if if the argument was he got like, crazy drunk. Yeah. I mean, what was it? 15 shots? Six yeah. Rolling yeah. Rocks?
1: Then he you're goes... 15 shots? You're combining shots? what Brock Turner drank and what Carrie Fisher Oh, am I? Maybe he did. Oh my God.
0: <laughs> he didn't have Rolling Rock? that no, was, that was, that that was, that was Brock Turner. Turner oh God, okay. <laughs>
1: wait, wait,
2: Brock Turner drank Rolling Rock? Yeah. yeah. Ugh.
0: <laughs> and so all that. gross. But anyway. Anyway,
1: it doesn't matter. So, so he drinks a ton. Yeah. He drinks a ton. Goes and... Meets up, runs into to Glenn somehow, and they go back to Glenn's house and have some kind of homosexual. Then
0: he thing. sobers up, and in that very same night goes back and kills. No, I no. don't buy
1: it. I don't buy it. That's not enough time to sober right. up. That's yeah, no. You know,
2: but it could
1: have happened. That timeline might not be correct. The timeline might be what you think.
0: Well, I mean, if I'm only saying that the timeline works with the with what the defense hold on I only buy the defense's theory if the timeline timeline was they have that sexual encounter there's time for him to think and rage out and then he goes back and kills him yeah
1: but but I think that that I can't see that that's the defense's argument because that doesn't show insanity in the moment if you have time to stew on it and think about it for weeks and then you decide to go back Yeah, that's because there was no incident. I agree! (laughs)
2: You guys guys should have a theme of uh, court cases that, like, I don't know, like, whodunits.
0: Yeah. Kind of,
2: like, mysterious. Brandy
0: does a lot of those. Like, you do do a lot where, like, oh, I hate the ones you do where it's like, was this woman... Oh my God, Norman. I'm not making any sound. But you stuck your tongue out really soda. far and you licked the inside of <laughs> oh your it's soda. The cup. sweet
2: remnants of the soda.
0: Do you oh, realize gosh. that you're in. Fr- you know what? This reminds me of the last time you were on the podcast and you were trying to air out your mud butt <laughs> and thinking that we wouldn't say anything. You were like
1: pelvic thrusting into the air. Listen, yeah. And so we called the you the out on it out. The air
2: conditioning was
1: out. Yeah, we were aware. That was so hot. Yeah. We were in the same room we were and neither of us were doing that. No kidding.
2: I get really hot.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> oh, <laughs> special butt airing privileges
1: extended to Norman. Anyway, still undecided over here. You are. I am.
2: Hmm. Interesting.
1: Yeah, I.
0: I lean toward the defense. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. What hmm. do you got? You got any show notes over there? Well, I'm wondering. And we'll just say this to the audience. Uh So you guys have been so amazing. We launched our Patreon. We... First of all, we teased it on Tuesday. Didn't even say the word Patreon. No. And some of you little sleuthy sleuths were such <laughs> sweethearts. It, yes. You found it. And like 19 people yeah. signed up on Before Tuesday. Before we even officially announced oh, it. Which That's was crazy. So, That's sneaky, it was so sneaky. cool. You had like
2: a cryptic tweet.
0: Yeah, yeah,
2: And uh, yeah, people went and found it.
0: Yeah. yeah, it was very, very kind. And then today has just been amazing. So I just checked a minute ago. We have 57 people. That's and amazing. And a lot of them signed up at the Supreme Court level, yeah. which is where they get the shout out. I don't know what you were thinking. But what I was thinking when we announced the Patreon last week was, oh, we'll get like, you know, maybe five or ten people at yeah. the Supreme Court level we will say their names at the end of the episode. It'll yeah. be a nice induction. But now I'm thinking, saying fifty seven names right now. Yeah. Not that all fifty seven of them right, break right, right. it up. Yeah, we gotta break we it gotta up. We gotta break it up. So yeah. we're gonna you know, my apologies to all you wonderful people who have signed up. We appreciate you and everything, but we need to like just think well, a minute yeah, about then, how we're we going to
1: showcase you we don't want to just like read off a yeah a list yeah. and nobody's paying attention Yeah, we're, we're so,
2: going yeah. to do background checks on everybody <laughs> that's, signed right. Up that's right so let's get their those. life story that's exactly and right and then we'll be like you know shout out to Jan I'm sorry you you peed yourself in high school <laughs> But we all know. I'm sure now. no one remembers. Yeah,
0: <laughs> who's that guy? He was on the Today Show forever. Who'd be like? It was the Smucker's birthdays, and it was for people who were like a hundred years oh, old. Oh yeah, like, Al Roker? No, no, no. It wasn't Al who did it. It was, it was, it was, oh, it was oh, crap, the was old white name? guy. The yeah, old white guy. He did the Smucker's birthdays. Wilford Brimley? No, it would.
2: <laughs> no, it does start with. It a starts w, with a W. It does.
0: But you guys remember, Bald he'd,
2: guy, yep. he'd yeah. be like,
0: and now to Virginia Everett, she's 99 years young today. And then they'd show and her she's picture.
2: she kill her at badminton or some random fact like that.
0: So who calls it badminton? No one. Only someone who's only
1: seen it spelled oh and never my said God. it. How do you say it? <laughs> badminton. Yeah. Badminton. You know what? <laughs> That's how it's spelled. Nobody pronounces it that way. You want to hear another wait, wait, one? How,
2: wait, how do you say it? Hold on. Badminton? Badminton. Badminton. Badminton.
1: No, <laughs> Willard Scott.
0: Willard Scott. Willard, that's it. Willard Scott. <laughs> okay, but Brandy. Brandy. There are some words that Norman cannot pronounce. Norman, I would like you to pronounce on the podcast the word for <laughs> the sofa that you can turn into a bed. What is that?
2: A futon.
3: No. Oh, you've no. changed.
0: You've changed the way you say it. <laughs> how? How did you pronounce that word when we first started uh, dating?
2: Futon. <laughs> If you'll excuse me, I'll be taking a rest on my photo. Fatone?
1: <laughs> what is he, a member of NSYNC? <laughs> fatone. Oh, my Joey I... futon. <laughs> <laughs> I,
2: I call it a futon.
1: Oh my gosh.
0: Not I...
2: great at English.
0: No, that's not being bad at English. When you no, speak
2: just... bad, that's impossible. No,
0: it's just like, it's like you had only seen the word in writing. Yeah.
2: Yeah, probably. Well, that's that's actually, correct. You're
1: a very good speaker. Yeah, that's probably, yeah.
2: That's probably correct. Yeah, and I, and to... I was embarrassed to be like, I don't know how to say this word. Yeah, so I would just give it a shot. Yeah, I landed on fatone.
1: Bad- badminton.
2: Badminton. <laughs> badminton.
0: Badminton have we embarrassed you
2: no oh, you can't okay. embarrass me i aired out my butt on the last episode it's true
1: oh, boy. <laughs> hey thanks for <laughs> spending your birthday with us yeah thank
2: you this was uh yeah. this was fun
1: it was really fun actually thank you both for spending your birthday this way yeah. this is really cool it was super fun no other way i'd like to spend my birthday Kristen. <laughs> yeah. if, you, if
2: you guys want to hire me as your full-time audio producer where i can monitor the recording as you oh, record you did
1: so well on this one uh yeah should
0: we tell them <laughs> we <laughs> had
1: so in this episode, Kristen's computer started like a strobe show at one point. Yeah, yeah. I started, it ran out of disk space. <laughs> I started to
0: tell Brandy, and she's like, "No, I see the reflection in Norm's glasses. <laughs> that it is just."
2: So here's the good news: at the new studio,
0: mm-hmm.
2: we'll have it hooked up to your desktop.
0: Oh, that will be. Good. And oh, it'll fabulous. be like
2: clean. Ooh. Be real okay. good.
0: Oh, are you saying you want to be our like little audio? engineer uh,
2: boy I I do think about that how fun it would be if I was like the producer that chimes in every now and then and just like I monitor you guys recording I
0: would love that That would be pretty fun would be Wait would you want like 55% of the podcast I have to get it bumped <laughs>
2: up to like 60% though? Damn
1: <laughs> absolutely not Mm-mm.
2: But yeah maybe maybe that's the solution to the recording issues is you have a, a actual audio engineer and I'm not calling myself an engineer because I'm all I self-taught. I think you are. But
1: mm. might be cool. You know what else would be cool? What if people found us on social media, <laughs> on Facebook? How would I? How would I, how would I go Twitter. about finding you? So glad we're you on asked. Instagram. We're on Reddit. We're on YouTube. Have you heard of YouTube?
2: You guys on MySpace?
1: Yeah, we've got <laughs> a MySpace page. <laughs> hey, Norm, you heard of YouTube?
2: Uh, yeah, I've been on YouTube a few times.
1: <laughs> mm. <laughs> mm. Interesting.
0: Mm-hmm. Well. I gotta tell you something. I think our YouTube channel has like two hundred subscribers what? Whoa. coming for when you. When do we get that plaque? That yeah. two hundred <laughs> subscriber um, plaque.
2: <laughs> you need <laughs> you need ninety nine thousand eight hundred more subscribers to wow. get that plaque. No oh. problem.
1: Um, bit of a we'll you're next. on your way. Long road ahead. Yeah, <laughs> you're We're well on, on our way. We're really rolling now.
2: Yeah. Hey, the journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step. Single step.
0: step. Yeah. Norm wrote that.
2: Wow. I came up with that.
0: (laughs) While he was laying on a futon.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, airing my butt out.
1: (laughs) Oh, Lord. Hey, join us on social media and then head on over to iTunes. Leave us a rating. Leave us a review. We're still working on that 300 goal on our iTunes reviews. And then, uh, yeah, check out our Patreon. Yeah, please. Patreon.com backslash LGTC podcast. You'll find us there patreon.com
2: slash gaming historian also oh, what yeah. what wow. no you, wow. you, you can donate to the podcast by donating know, to the
1: I game i don't think that's, that's the way it that's works fake news. I, I will say fake news, your folks. your
2: patreon is doing so well i'm gonna redo my patreon
1: because, wow yeah. well
2: you guys have some great rewards and tiers, and i need I, i'd like to start offering that i think gaming historian stickers might be cool i
1: think gaming mm, story yeah. stickers would be super cool for yeah. sure Yeah.
2: yeah let's put casey to work casey ahead. will do it casey Give me two hundred. I need you. I do do my do my order live doing on doing
1: like hair. an Uncle Sam point right yeah. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so uh, yeah, uh, please uh, do all that stuff that we just talked about, and then be sure to join us next week when we'll be experts on two whole new topics. Podcast, Podcast adjourned.
2: And now for a note about our sources. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I got all my info from the oh. date show. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: And now for a note about our... Are you kidding? Didn't I didn't know you were recording. You When I'm speaking. <laughs> I
2: didn't know you were going to start. We were goofing off. Okay, okay. Okay.
0: Are you done with your ice? I'm good. Okay. And now for... <laughs> <laughs> And now for a note about our process. I read a bunch of stuff, then regurgitate it all back up in my very
1: limited vocabulary. And I copy and paste from the best sources on the web, and sometimes Wikipedia. So we owe a huge thank you to the real experts. For
0: this episode, I got my info from a bunch of excellent articles from The Oregonian by
1: Helen Jung, as well as an episode of Who the Bleep Did I Marry? And I got my info from an amazing article in Rolling Stone by Nathaniel Rich, as well as an article for ABC News and Wikipedia. For a full list of our sources, visit lgtcpodcast.com. Any errors are of course ours, but please don't take our word for it. Go read their stuff.